97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other than to burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to City. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. City FM 97.3 Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3 Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973 and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Indeed, 
From the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Emoji music. Serving as a praise medley this morning, Wednesday, 21st of April, February 2024. 21st of February 2024. It's a good way to start your morning. Starting with praise and dancing. Knowing that he's got our backs. It's 27 minutes past 6 and today is the 21st of February. We have 8 days to the end of this, uh, the second month of 2024. Now some are counting down to their salaries, others to their profits. On Business Sense today, I bring you a quick reminder of one of the profound things Bernard said last week. He says, if you haven't given, you haven't lived. If you haven't given, you haven't lived. Now, 21 years from today, the world will remember you for what you gave. So it's important to count down to the end of the month. Look forward to your profits or salaries. But while at it, think legacies. What are you doing? What are you giving? I'm talking about today, today, today. What are you giving? What are you doing today with your talents, your experience, your money and your time? How are you making our world a better place just because you were here some, as they say? Remember, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for human masters. Colossians 3.2 Remember also that whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. For in the realm of the dead, where you are going, there is neither working, nor planning, nor knowledge, nor wisdom. Ecclesiastes 9.10 Business Sense is brought to you by ADB. ADB is offering you a variety of personal loans, including top-up loans at significantly reduced interest rates. You will also enjoy a longer tenure of up to six years. This offer is open to non-customers as well. Kindly visit the nearest branch or call 0302-210-210 or 0302-224-043 for further inquiries. ADB, the People's Bank, ADB, Truly a Greek and more. And so what will we be doing today? What do we have in our hands? We have information, we have a console, we have a microphone. And I am blessed to have amazing colleagues and bosses. Together we'll be bringing you an amazing show. A legacy-driven show. An impact-making show. We call it the City Breakfast Show on your most relevant radio, 97.3 CDFM. Come on, let's dance to a great day. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
Michael Jackson with Billie Jean is a 41-year-old record and definitely one of the highest-selling singles of all time. Bringing you newspaper reviews shortly. Newspaper reviews brought to you by Total Energies. Total says a poorly maintained car engine can enter. And that is why we offer specially formulated quartz engine oil with age resistance technology. It is a breakthrough innovation that ensures optimal performance for your engine and improves protection against mechanical wear by up to 74% even under extreme temperatures and pressures. Choosing quartz from Total Energies is choosing the engine oil that keeps your engine running efficiently and effectively. Quartz keep your engine younger for longer. And we say switch and smile. Get a loan of up to 450,000 Ghana CDs from Fidelity Bank and get rewarded. Switch your existing salaried loan to Fidelity Bank to get a new personal loan and enjoy the lowest fixed interest rate repayment holiday option. Guaranteed fixed monthly repayment installments. No, do not miss this offer. Call us on 0800-003355 or walk into any Fidelity Bank brand today and let's help you achieve that dream. Let's welcome to the studio. Come on. Okay. Aha. Yes, I. Ah, I love now that for, song. For, I love for a lot of people, this was so. Mm-hmm. The first time Michael Jackson performed this song yes. was the first time the world saw the moonwalk being done. Super. So it was at Motown 83. My goodness. When he performed this song and did the moonwalk for the very first time. And it's 41 years. It's 41 years. Yeah. Yeah, so the song, like you said, is yeah. one of the best selling singles. Yeah. It's actually. Off, I think the I don't think this is of the thriller album. I think this is of yeah. the thriller album, right? Mm. So, so this is um, if this is a thriller album, yeah. then it is the greatest selling album of all time, according to the Guinness Ever. Book of World Records. Ever, yes, wow, and it's still selling. Amazing stuff, yeah. Michael Jackson. Legends Jackson. have lived, <laughs> and I have some legends in front of me, no? Richard Nelaska. <laughs> yeah, there have been legends before and, me, and, still and one legends. of those legends, yes, is Akalu yeah. of Anyako. Oh. Every time, man, you know uh, yes, what man. you call uh, what's the name, yeah. uh, Michael so, Jackson. So you want some King Kong this morning? Oh. You want oh, some? No. You want some Bobo no, this morning? <laughs> I don't know why. 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 I don
Uh, you see, we will enter that just, side of it. <laughs> so, yeah. do you want to review the papers in the mother tongue? No, no, I mean, it is very opportune yeah. because you know, last yeah. week the there was a brilliant statement on the floor by the Honorable yeah. uh, Kofi Boa of El Mbele, mm -hmm. yeah. which received a lot of support from MPs generally. Yeah. We had the Honorable uh, uh, Kujetua Blackwa of um, uh, whatever, Norton uh, not constituency speaking yeah. to that particular statement mm -hmm. and many other MPs spoke to it uh, about how it would seem that uh, we are not doing well to protect it. Yes, yeah. you know, they are just vanishing like that and that we should do a lot more. You go into our houses these days, yeah. what do people do? They are They're speaking, speaking English. English. Yeah. Meanwhile, English is not for our you know, we, we came to Charlie. I have Evan Adam. As if sometimes I get angry. You have stewards in the house, and the stewards also want to speak English. Meanwhile, you don't know how to speak English more than my good self. You understand? <laughs> but you are speaking English to them. Yeah, I'm speaking English English to them. The and then you, you think that because so you have some two by four, you and then you want to be speaking that. No, I want to make it Maybe maybe we'll talk about it briefly. So please, I mean, when you are driving them to school, speak yes. to okay. them. Speak Akan to them. Speak Ghan to, to them. Speak Uzeman to them. Okay. They will not die. They, when they go to school, they will learn about so, the English. So, Abbas in all papers, man. Aha, no choice. Or Kodo. Now, the Ghanaian. Yeah, okay. I can do this, but you let's deal with it. For the sake of, you know, time. At PSC sitting, Ghana loses 150,000 tons. My of cocoa hmm. through smuggling according to cocoa board boss and yesterday there was a, a statement from the honorable uh, free year yes. uh, who is from the secretary area mm -hmm. uh, concerned about how cocoa production in production, his area yes. in the western part uh, is it that's the western north right yeah that should be western north. yeah has diminished from 700,000 or so. He mentioned some figure to about 150 or so percent. That's a huge 150,000. Completely unacceptable. Again, uh, we are told that no changes to our leadership. Majority caucus, they are dismissing mm. claim. Well, we'll see how the day ends. Yeah. Also, justice will be delivered in Ahmed Suale case. Yesterday, the Attorney General was in Parliament. And then, hasten process to review Civil Service Act 1993. According to civil servants, uh, they are asking government to do something about it. Yeah. Alright, the Daily Graphic says, Graphic Zoom Lion Clean Campaign Regions Breaks for Sanitation Competition. Mm. Ghana pushes towards late fertility. That's on page 13 of the Daily graphic right. political interference fuels galamse in forest reserves district managers cry out mm. and free shs secretariat forwards five million cds to schools for electricity bills and volta and i think they should have added after richard and sky uh, <laughs> Bernard and skies you know banter on the radio yes and now volta otgma <laughs> institute scheme to award medical officers interesting that's on the back page of the daily graphic mm. let me take you to the chronicle yeah. majority shoot down reshuffle rumor yeah. really joe white says they have confidence in leadership yeah. i have been so sayo yeah. in parliament also we are told second testing of agungus Litovit fertilizer was positive, positive yeah. according to a witness in court. Mm -hmm. Brian Cass sold for PFJ 2.0 projects. <laughs> PFJ is still very much on the card. Yeah. And is Mahama incorruptible? A book answer has the answer tomorrow. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the Daily Guide says majority balls over leadership, and there's a picture of some 
uh, MPs yeah. there addressing. I can see Joe say we'll yeah, see there. Other stories. Yeah. Witnesses couldn't identify suspects in Ahmed Swali's murder. That's according to the AG. Okay. 1,010 rural telephony sites constructed, according to uh, Madame Esla Usue Kufu, and a great infrastructure key to food security. security. And there's a picture of Dr. Brian Echampong here okay. on the front page. The new finder, $40.1 million boost for agriculture. Um, also, we are told this morning, Cocoa Board attributes losses to price decline. So there's another version mm. of what's happening to Cocoa Board and uh, well, how much we are earning generally. Again, it's time to patent Ketek designs mm. to prevent counterfeiting. This is coming in from Togbi Gobatinge. <laughs> and uh, also, Gao is calling for agricultural master plan and the photograph of my good friend edward Karewe is here on the front page all right the Ghanaian publisher uh, they have some stories we've already mm. mentioned we mentioned them yesterday so the unique one or the new one brand unveils 40.1 million dollar agri project towards revitalization um, of farming communities okay mm. let me take you to the new publisher they go with the headline majority storm jubilee house tonight to discuss new leaders also on the front page osei chairman sabunsu to head mpp 2024 manifesto team and is here on the front page sporting a brilliantly worn <laughs> uh, suit mm. also um baumia launches tap and go system for public transport this story is belated okay mm. all right if you go to the republic press uh, they also have the mpp mps story here their unique one it's from the Agric Ministry and it says Minister Agric Minister cuts out for rural livelihoods and food systems project. Plus Ahmed Swali case in limbo, age reveals no docket to prosecute. Mm. Let me take you to the Herald newspaper. Twelve million dollar a Japa deal promoters put Kwekubako in trouble. There are four photographs on the front page. That of Kwekubako Jr., Gabi Asari of Ken Uforiata, and Ace and Koma. Also on the front page this morning, the story about the minority, the majority MPs who are not happy about talk of uh, some reshuffle of the majority front bench. Also, Yoko investigator in Kokobot case drops bombshell, reveals attorney general hid crucial evidence from the courts. And teachers union or unions angry over unsettled tier two pensions and others and if you go to the informal newspaper which is my final newspaper we have ghana's 2024 elections crumbling echoes is calling for clean polls okay and then also we're mm. told okra mouth cop finally from me <laughs> Uh, about 1,400 register for cyber security licenses. Mm. In other stories, most life insurance companies performed poorly last year. And Governor meets UBA Group Marketing, uh, UBA Group Managing Director, and CBG MD demands more for nation's growth engine. Okay, let me take you online quickly. We won't tolerate further delays in approving anti-gay bill. This is minority speaking. AG's comment on on Ahmed Swale's murder irresponsible Suhini here. Over 2 billion Ghana cities needed to fix Ghana's dilapidated roads. Construction chamber is speaking and majority caucus will welcome leadership changes. Adume Kisi is speaking. Mm. One dead during clash between Osino Presby Tech students and residents. And then uh, Dr. Baumia is not solely responsible for Ghana's economic woes. Nana Kumia 
is uh, speaking here. Ghana Water Company restores water supply mm-hmm. in Greater Kumasi Metropolis. These are stories on citynewsroom.com. If you go to my joy online, attempts to change majority leadership in parliament, a failed coup. Rashid Rahman is speaking. There is no plot to oust any majority caucus leader in parliament. NPP is speaking. Two charged for conspiracy to commit robbery and murder in JB Dankwa case. And Asantehene asks new finance minister to work closely with the staff of the ministry to address economic a hardship. Okay. We'll take you to the BBC now. And um, beef trade risks key Brazil ecosystem campaigners are saying and companies are bringing therapists directly to their employees. And on CNN, looks like some good news is in the offing. Doctor behind the next big thing in cancer treatment. Mm. So there's a feature on uh, Dr. Catherine Wu who is an oncologist at okay. Dana Faber Cancer Institute, mm. uh, learning that we will soon get closer to uh, finding cure for cancer. Oh, and then there's an eight-year-old prodigy, uh, Aswath Kushik. He is making history after beating chest, um, no, chess grandmaster. Oh, eight-year-old beast beats uh, chest Chess grandmaster, <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting you know, money, but... people in chess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, those, those are that's an international flavor with okay. a bit of online portals. Can we do details now? PMJ? Okay, so let's take off this morning with okay. some shooting. Okay, cool. if you go to page three of the daily, uh, the chronicle actually, mm-hmm. majority shoot down reshuffle <laughs> rumors. Now, Maxwell Fori reporting. This morning, says members of the majority caucus in parliament have debunked rumors of a pending reshuffle of his leadership. Now, the member of parliament for Bekwai, mm. who is also the first deputy speaker, the Honorable Joseph Oseusu, addressed the media on Tuesday, February 20, 2024, and urged Ghanaians to treat those rumors with the contempt they deserve. Now, according to him, the caucus had not contemplated any such move, let alone made it public, arguing that their leaders have steered their affairs properly all these mm. years. Right. Now, if you go to the other newspaper that has the story, mm-hmm. we have the new publisher, right. which has a version that says the majority MPs are storming Jubilee House tonight oh, okay. to discuss new mm-hmm. leaders. And the story says that um, it's actually on page three details. Mm. All members of uh, parliament on the ticket of the new patriotic party have been marshaled for an emergency meeting with President Anadu Dankwe Kufuadu at the banquet hall of the seat of government, Jubilee House, tonight. Now, the new publisher can state on good authority. Now, insiders say the meeting was originally to have been held on Tuesday, but the president's tight schedules compelled a postponement tonight mm. now deep throat um, sources say uh, among the list of topics on the agenda for the meeting will be a dialogue and consensus building on the composition of uh, a new leadership for the majority caucus of the current parliament now there are talks of proposals for a reshuffle in the current composition of the leadership of the majority and we mm. have heard the names in circulation yeah. interesting this guy if you go to citynewsroom.com two stories that are related to this majority caucus will welcome leadership changes adumako kisi is speaking mm-hmm. story by abigail arthur dixon adumako kisi the member of parliament for anyaso utum has stated that the majority caucus would be receptive to any potential leadership changes this statement follows a dismissal by joseph Osei, who's the first deputy speaker of parliament and member of parliament for Be- 
Kwai of reports suggesting an imminent change in the majority leadership. He was speaking on Eyewitness News with Umara Sanda yesterday. However, the Member of Parliament for Subing in the Ashanti region, Eugene Obing Entry, has firmly stated that the majority caucus in Parliament will not delegate its responsibility of selecting its leaders mm. to a third party. Reports of a potential leadership reshuffle has caused division within the caucus with speculation hinting at current majority leader and Minister for Parliamentary Affairs of Chairman Sabonzo being replaced by Deputy Majority Leader Alexander Panyomakin. So, just a quick flavor of other angles to the story online. If you go to page 3 mm. of the Daily Guide, witnesses mm. could not identify suspects in Ahmed Swali's murder. That's according to the Attorney General. Now, Mr. Godfrey Diabo Adami um, has revealed that eyewitnesses in the murder of uh, the murder of Ahmed Swali's case were unable to ID any of the four suspects who were arrested and taken through the investigation process. According to him, following up on intelligence, Edward Goka, Musa Idrisu, Francis Poku, and Abdul Rashid Mezongo were arrested for investigation. Responding to questions on the floor of parliament yesterday, Mr. Eboadami explained that during the investigation, two crucial witnesses were contacted and they provided vivid descriptions of two suspects. Consequently, he said a request was made to the Department of Geomatic Engineering at KNUST mm. for the use of satellite imagery, mm. sketching of the assailants from a description of the witnesses and using telecom networks. He told Parliament that based on the recommendations, two witnesses were presented before the forensic artist on January 27, 2019. And he goes on to state that so far, quote, no docket fit for prayer. No docket fit for prosecution or action yeah. had been built and presented uh, to his office yeah. since. So yeah. that's and the lowdown the from Tamale, that. Tamale uh, North Member of Parliament, Al-Hassan Suhini, is not mm. happy with this comment. Mm -hmm. Story on citynewsroom.com written by Ni Ayikwe Okain. And he has strongly criticized the Minister of Justice and Attorney General Godfrey Yabu Adame for comments he made on the murder of the investigative journalist Ahmed Swale, which comment Nathan has just read to you, bringing you his quotes briefly. Quote, we know how people sat on TV and threatened him, revealed his identity and actually urged for him to be beaten and for the minister to ignore all these circumstances and suggest that his murder may have been something else is very irresponsible. As journalists, we must be worried because it may have been Ahmed Swale in 2019, it could be me or you in 2025, and we may just be told that your death was a result of a family feud or a fight with a trotter driver on the streets. Unquote. So, uh, Tamale North, <coughs> Member of Parliament, Al Hassan Suhini. Okay, shall we stay in the court? Yes, if you go to page three of the Ghanaian Times, Malik Suleiman arrives for the Times and says this morning that he has emerged that the Economic and Organized Crime Office, Yoko, did not conclude investigations on whether or not leads of it is a fraudulent fertilizer before transferring docket to the criminal investigations department cid of the ghana police service now this came to light during cross-examination of mr paul j jan operations directorate um, inside eoko by mr benson nuchupi who is counsel for mr seidu agongo at the high court criminal division accra now dr stephen kwabena upuni the former chief executive officer of coco board mm -hmm. and mr seidu agongo the managing yeah. director of agriculture ghana limited a fertilizer manufacturing company are standing trial for conspiracy to commit 
crime and procurement breaches in a fertilizer mm. deal. Again, on the same page, we have a story that says ECG cautions public against fraudsters operating mm. fake Momo accounts. Let mm. me do this quickly. Yes. Now, the electricity company of mm. Ghana, which I was criticizing yesterday, yes. has cautioned the public against fraudsters who mm. requested or request customers to pay money into purported mobile money accounts of the mm. company to access services such as meter replacement, meter, meter installation and debt cancellation. Mm -hmm. Now, this caution is against the backdrop of complaints to the ECG that customers received strange phone calls asking recipients to deposit money into ECG bank account or mobile money account for the purposes uh, stated. Now, Sky, still on the ECG, this time tied with Parliament mm -hmm. because ECG <coughs> is... Uh, threatening to disconnect power to parliament mm -hmm. over a 23 million Ghana city debt. You see, that's what they should be doing. That's what they should be doing. Not 4 million, uh, what do you call, uh, 400,000. I, I think the members of okay. parliament will also say they are, you know... No, no, no. They can deal with their own problem. Because, so that one, yes, they can yeah, their budget, they, they can't cut it down thing. anyhow like that. So they should <laughs> okay. go and deal with parliament. So quick but highlights. Good students must that go one, they should spend yes. them. Okay, so quick highlights of that. Electricity Company of Ghana, ECG, is considering disconnecting power supply to the Parliament of Ghana on Wednesday today, February 21, due to an outstanding debt exceeding 23 million Ghana cities. This potential action as part of the ongoing Operation Zero Balance Initiative, which aims <coughs> to recover unpaid debts from various customers. The inclusion of Parliament among the disconnection targets raises eyebrows due to its critical role in the national governance. Mr. Uh, well, talking about the ECG, the Free SHS Secretariat is forwarding an amount of 5 million CDs okay. to the ECG okay. to defray part of the indebtedness of second uh, So they had that money schools. all along? Ah, well, the Free SHS has uh, requested a meeting with the ECG today to furnish it with the total indebtedness of all SHS, all SHSs within the ECG's operational areas. Now, this according to Mr. William Boatin, who's director of comms at the ECG, and he said the engagement would, pre would prevent any further disconnection of schools by the largest power distribution company in the country. Now, concerning the specific case of Accra Academy, Mr. Boatin said mm -hmm. Accra Academy appeared on the, on the ECG system as the entity in debt, not the Ministry of Education. Okay. So that's why I went ahead to yeah. disconnect the school from the grid. So that's the update. Five million cities. Mm. There's a meeting today mm. to iron out what the way forward. <coughs> now, let, let me take you to um, some other story. You know, today you say is uh, what? Mother Tongue Day. Yes, right? yes, yes. International Mother Tongue yes, Day. Well, yes. there's something that is also indigenous to us, which mm. is Kete or Kente, mm. uh, as some people call it. If you go to page four of the Finder newspaper, uh, it's time to patent Kete designs yeah. to prevent counterfeiting. Togwi yeah. Gobatinge is quoted here saying, now Selam Bobiji mm -hmm. uh, says this morning that Peace Ambassador and Kete expert. Wait, what's the name again? Gbombiji. Yeah, Gbombiji, yes. <laughs> 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 has urged the government to take immediate action to patent Kete designs yeah. in order to prevent the unauthorized use of these designs yeah. for financial gain. Yeah. Yeah. Now, expressing his frustration with the authorities' uh, lack of response to his previous calls for uh, the patenting of Ghana's Kete designs, Tenge Togwi Tenge should be Togwi Tenge, not Tenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, emphasize the urgency yes. of the matter. And he goes on to make some other uh, comments. This is a matter that is very important. Very, very critical. In my international, uh, what do you call it, intellectual property law class mm -hmm, in the mm -hmm. UK, mm -hmm. we studied 
Qatar uh, as as one of the key things mm. uh, coming in from ge geographical locations, um, right. you know, from outside the UK right. and all of that. And it's, it's it's something that is deeply rooted in IP uh, discussions around right. the world. But right. it, it will seem that we are not doing much to, to patent it. Of course, if you patent it, it doesn't mean that people will not abuse it. People right. will still do their things where they make illegal but money. But they cannot commercialize can, it on some scale. Uh -huh, you, you can always seek damages, preparation, okay. all kinds of things okay. as a result. Yeah, but when you do it, then you are protecting it. You know, for instance, there was a time when uh, the U.S. Uh, Congress people came mm -hmm, to Ghana. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They went to the U.K. and the U.S. and they were seen wearing sash. Yeah. Uh, how do you call it? Sash? Uh -huh. sash yes. Of Keter, you know, okay. and, and, and it raised a lot of issues. Again, yeah. When this movie was done, is it uh, Wakanda? Yes. Uh, what's the title of Black Panther? Black Panther. Black Panther. Aha. Yes. Traces we of Kata were used yes. and people were raising issues mm -hmm. as to whether Ghana was benefiting. Even our Edinkra symbols and uh -huh. the symbols of other yeah, that's right. uh, ethnic groups. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, those, those are things are we should properly used. patent and yeah. protect them. Okay. Of course, people will still abuse them, but we get money out of it. Let me bring you a quick international flavor. Now, uh, finding a cure for cancer is a motivating force for many an aspiring actor, uh, doctor rather, few get anywhere close to pursuing that goal. Among them is Dr. Catherine Wu, an oncologist at Boston Dana Faber Cancer Institute, who has had cancer in her sight since second grade when uh, as a teacher when a teacher asked her and her classmates what they wanted to be when they grew up. So this is essentially a feature on the doctor and we are understanding that her investigations are leading us close mm. to uh, finally a cure for cancer. So we are wishing her Godspeed because this is in the interest of the human race mm -hmm. that we find some cure to cancer. Very important. Yeah, very important. Absolutely. Okay. okay, so gentlemen, yes. Nathan and Sky, uh, me do do thank you very yeah, much. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Up next, we have business news brought to you by MTN Goal, Access Bank, and Old Mutual. And Nee Latte Latte is here with the details. Good morning, Nee. Good morning, Caleb. Hello, and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News with me, Nee Latte Latte. The bulletin is proudly brought to you by MTN Goal, Access Bank, and Old Mutual. Straight into our top stories for this morning and the second prize in the window of February has seen a surge in fuel cost, igniting demands for the government to review taxes on the product. Concerns are mounting among stakeholders, notably drivers, regarding the adverse impact of escalating fuel prices on the operations and its broader implications for the economy. City Business News' Daniel Sakite has more in this report read by Hawa Idrisu Mustafa. After a period of respite for consumers earlier in the year, marked by comparatively lower fuel prices, February has ushered in a wave of price hikes. Presently, prices are edging toward 14 Ghana cities per litre at selected oil marketing companies, causing considerable unease among drivers grappling with escalating costs of refueling their vehicles. 
The increase in the cost of work will affect me. I will pass on the extra cost to passengers. This may, however, lead to a decline in petronage. The extra cost in purchasing fuel in recent times is eroding my upkeep money. According to certain stakeholders, the National Petroleum Authority's adjustment to bust margins and petroleum distribution margins compounded by global market dynamics are driving up fuel expenses. The Chamber of Petroleum Consumers and Energy Think Tank cautions that petroleum products are poised to continue their upward trajectory beyond February. The echo calls for the abolition of taxes on petroleum products. Dan Kanamua, Executive Secretary of COPEC, shares insights in an interview with City Business News. As in recent times, the NPA had um, a certain free hand to go down on one of the taxes cost stabilization margin. Uh, anytime prices went too high. Uh, we've not seen them apply that this year yet. And so maybe in March, if prices had to go up again, we would expect that the NPA will be proactive and uh, ease down on some of the taxes so that uh, diesel at past 14 will not go past 14 or 15. Executive Secretary of COPEC, Dan Kanamua, ending that report filed by City Business News' Daniel Sakiti and read by Hawa Idrisu Mustafa. But the National Petroleum Authority, NPA, has justified its decision to increase the primary distribution and bust margins in the downstream petroleum sector. These adjustments, among other factors, have led to the about 6 and 8% increase in the cost of petrol and diesel, respectively. Head of Economic Regulation with the NPA, Abbas. Ibrahim Dasonti tells City Business News the increment is necessary. He's been explaining why. As much as we are concerned about the prices, we should also be more concerned about availability of petroleum products. If the products are not available for consumers to have access to them, the impact on the economy is more dire than increasing. So you'd also notice that MP does not increase its margins every now and then. We only increase them as and when it's necessary. If you look at the boss margin, for example, when it was reduced from the 12 pesos to 9 pesos in 2022, it's taking almost two years before we are restoring it. EPPF margin is not increased every now and then. Um, it was even reduced recently when there was a need to reduce it. So this these margins are only reviewed when they have to go up when it's necessary so that's what has been done the impact on the pump we are concerned about that but we have to ensure that the product is available and that is more of a much concern if the product is not available and there are shortages this can lead to black market and consumers may even pay more than they are supposed to pay Abbas Ibrahim Tasonti is the head of economic relation, regulation rather, at the NPA. The Ghana Hotels Association has urged the Minister Designate for Tourism, Arts and Culture, Andrew Ejapamesa, to review the tariffs and taxes slapped on the industry to reduce operational costs. President of the association, Dr. Edward Akanyamik, lament that nearly 90% of funds generated by hoteliers is injected back into the running of the business. Speaking to City Business News, he called on the newly nominated minister to intervene in order to help the hospitality sector to thrive. One of the things that as an industry we're talking about a lot is about the, our high operational cost. So it is one area which we want the minister to give that special attention. But we are still at a 
point where we believe that the cost of operation is too high. In the past, electricity from just about between 10 and 13 percent of our operational costs. As we speak, electricity is taking over 25 to 30 percent of our operational costs. Same applies to water as well. And then you talk about taxes. Taxes, we have been pushing for that flat rate in terms of the value-added tax. And guess what? For every money that comes into our hands as an industry, almost 87% to 90% goes back into all forms of payment. Okay, so if all the money is going back into all forms of payment, then what do we have left to run the business? Dr. Edward Akanyameke is president of the Ghana Hotels Association. You are listening to the breakfast edition of City Business News with me, Ni Lati Lati, brought to you by MTN Gold Access Bank and Old Mutual. Two more stories this morning. And the Ghana Investment Promotion Center, JIPC, says the over-reliance on internally generated funds to finance its operations over the last two years plunged the center into huge financial deficits. The development also led to a difficulty in raising revenue worsening by the current economic constraint, highlighting some f- challenges faced by the center. At the Public Account Committee sitting yesterday, CEO for JIPC, Yofi Grant, noted the deficit was, however, financed by surpluses in previous years. The power to grant those incentives and exemptions was taken from us, which took away a chunk of our revenue. And so we really struggled. Uh, the problem is more the cash flow. Um, on, a, on a recurrent basis, uh, we managed to take over our liabilities. But if you look at it in terms of the account itself, you see a deficit. Now, what happened in those two years is that that deficit was funded by surpluses we had incurred over the previous years um, when we were able to break in quite a significant amount of IGF. Now, under the current market conditions, where investments have become very competitive, and uh, we have also instituted very strong fiscal rules in the country. It gets very difficult to derive the revenue to run the institution. Yofi Grant is CEO for the Ghana Investment Promotion Center. Now, Ghana's economy is in significant ways relies on the clothing industry but concerns have arisen due to recent price hikes impacting the cost of living according to the ghana statistical service clothing was the top driver to the marginal increase in the year-on-year inflation rate for january 2024 city business news's emmanuel upon was in the central business district of accra to ascertain the current price of clothes and what consumer trends have been I'm currently in the heart of Accra, where clothing is not just a commodity, but a cultural statement. However, the rising cost of this commodity is making it challenging for consumers to patronize. Let's interact with a few consumers and find out what they make of this development. At first, I mean, last year, the prices were very down. You could afford two or three or more than five clothes using 100 Ghana cities then. But these days, when you go, you get one price or one cloth, costing like 30 Ghana cities or 40 Ghana cities. So I think the prices are high. As a buyer, what do you make of it? Is it true the price of clothing are high? And how is it impacting your everyday spending? In fact, it's too, as you are saying, it's too high for us all the time. And it's worrying us, because when you come to the market like this, only one thing that you buy in, it's even it's, uh, all the money that the, even what you have brought to the market to buy something in addition to other things, you will not get it. You get only one or two two things to buy. 
So if government has, can do something on it for us, will be very, very much appreciated. The traders on the other side have their own set of challenges. Let's speak to one or two of them to find out their own perspective. Uh, things are very expensive. Uh, as compared to, I think, the previous years, the shirt that we used to sell at 80 cities is now 150 cities. So that should tell you that the import duty is very, very high. You have to weigh them. And when you weigh, they're not even charging cities. You pay in dollars. So imagine when I'm paying more, at least I should also build those people who are buying. So the more the government inflates all those taxes on us, the more we also give back to the consumers. So it's normal now. Our leaders need to recognize the challenges faced by traders. Immediate action is needed to resolve the underlying causes of the exorbitant container charges at the ports. City Business News' Emmanuel Opon with that report. The Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana says Finance Minister Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam must back his words with action in using digitalization to stamp out corruption at the port. This follows the Finance Minister's intention to visit the port to address the highly perceived corruption there. In an interview with City Business News President of the Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana, Samson Asaki Awingobi said the will in implementing digitalization at the port will go a long way to prevent harassment of clearing agents. When we talk about digitalization, when we talk about a proper or fully automated of our port, it's been done. All what we need is a, a, a political will uh, in these areas of like where you have to reduce the numbers of human interactions, uh, where they have to say, look, we are paperless and everybody must go strictly under paperless. For example, if you pay, if I send my BOE to custom view and they assess me and come out with the values for you to go and pay duty to the state, and I pay the duty and I go to the fiscal area where I'm supposed to pick my cargo and the examination officer comes there and still want to have ask me the importer or the agent that can I see the people that to show that you have already actually going to pay the duty or can I see your invoices and packaging list when you have all these things seated on the iPad that has been distributed by the service provider to every custom officer. All what they need is what is your identification number to see that you have actually paid the default, the rightful duties and taxes to the state. Samson Asaki Awingobet is president of the Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana. Before we go, let's check out the performance of the CD against major trading currencies. The dollar gained 1 peso, selling at 12 CDs, 30 pesos. The British pound gained 10 pesos and is selling at 15 CDs, 58 pesos. The euro gained 7 pesos, selling at 13 CDs. 30 pesos. However, as some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling at 12 CDs 50 pesos, while the British pound could be sold to you at 15 CDs 60 pesos. That of the euro going for 13 CDs 30 pesos. That's it for the breakfast edition of City Business News. You can visit citynewsroom.com for slash business for more stories. My name is Neil Atilati. Do have a good business day. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. There she comes, everybody make way. Oh, so wanna only you to make my day. Hold tight, don't leave me lonely. I guess I just see my jolly. Got cheese, got cheddar You got that beef and burger We belong together 
60 minutes past 7 now 2024 comes with good news from Lasheho savings and loans don't allow the hectic back to school season steal the new year's joy a mind day for you we have reduced our interest rates for you from now until April 30 in the Lasheho back to school promo yes Lasheho has reduced its rates for the uh, for its payroll loan significantly apply for a back to school loan today to sort out the family's educational needs the process is simple just whatsapp or call Kafui on 0270-040-799 or 0270-040-733 now. Remember terms and conditions apply. Let's share Let's improve life. Now, there's a simple truth about love. It drives us to give of our very best in the same way shell fuel drives your car to peak performance. That's why every car loves shell. With over 100 years of innovation, you won't just be buying any fuel, but the most advanced fuels, which will save you money in the long run. How shell fuels with Dynaflex technology and shells are most advanced fuels designed to prevent deposit buildup and keep your engine clean and protected. They're also designed to help save fuel and get extra kilometers from each tank fuel so you can do more in your day. So drive into a Shell station today and fuel up your car with Shell fuels designed for energy efficiency and performance and give your car the love it needs for better journeys. Go well. It's time for kickoff and uh, Gabby Offer joins us in the studios. Crook to Sabitzer. Marlon trying to go around the outside oh. and it's there! Wow. Well, from very little. It's a lovely slide rule pass. Tillman, oh, dreadful first touch. Oh, Although, oh. not too bad because he's won a penalty. De Jong just squeezes it through. Now here's Lautaro Martinez. Is this the chance that he's been waiting for? Deberry blocked, comes out to an out and it's must be, it is! Valiant effort to keep it out. Well, they were booing in moments ago. Now it's all about the cheers for Mark Arnautovic. Gabby Affair joins us in the studios. Good morning, Gabby. Good morning, Kilav, and welcome to kickoff on the City Breakfast Show. It was three goals from two games in the year for Champions League last night at both venues in Holland. And he eats little gets to reflect on the game's form uh, last night. And they've got two games coming up later tonight at the Stadio do Dragao. And the Diego Armando Maradona Stadium in Naples. Also, we look ahead to this. On on Monday, mm. World Athletics will be in Ghana to certify the tracks. Interesting. Yes. On well, Monday. On Monday. All right. And so the University of Ghana Stadium is taking shape for the maiden edition of NISAC with the event scheduled for February 24 to 28. plus reactions from Manchester City Slim one over Brentford at the Etihad Stadium. Welcome. My name is Gabby Affair. Right, so we start off from Europe's elite competition. That's the year for Champions League. And that we are at the round of 16 stage. Two games were played last night. First off, at the San Siro, it was substitute Marko Anatovic scoring to hand Inter Milan the advantage in their last 16 tie against Atletico Madrid. Lautaro Martinez show was parried off uh, into the path of Anatovic by Atletico goalkeeper Jan Oblak and the Austrian forward finish. With a powerful shot from a tight angle to give Inter uh, the lead against the Spanish giant. I was in uh, in Holland, 
It was a Luke Dion's coolly converted penalty earning PSV Hindover in a draw against Bisha Dortmund in the first leg of uh, their Champions League last 16 tie. Uh, Dortmund got their goal to Daniel Marlin earlier in the minutes and uh, it was uh, that game ending in a 1-0 draw in Holland. Uh, more drama later tonight, starting off in Portugal. FC Porto face Arsenal at the Stadio do Drogao at 8pm. We are from Arsenal's Gibraltar Magalhães ahead of tonight's clash against Porto. Mas com certeza sabemos que vai ser um confronto difícil. But I'm sure it will be a difficult match. High quality players. We know that just as I said, this is a team with a long history. But uh, I'm foc- we are focusing on ourselves. Okay. So we know how hard the match will be. But we are working and we are ready for the match. Alright, so that's uh, Arsenal's defender Gabriel Magahaya speaking to an interpreter ahead of tonight's clash against Porto. Well, Napoli face Barcelona at uh, Diego Mando Maradona Stadium same time. And for Napoli, they'll be without head coach Walter Mazzari, who was sacked yesterday. So, uh, that's it with the Champions League. Away from the Champions League, let's head to the Etihad. Foden, Rodri, Alvarez, Haaland, who just lost control. Oh, but fallen down! This is the moment, he scores! 19 minutes to go and finally Erling Haaland and he completes the set. He scored against every Premier League team he's ever faced. Alright, so incredible record from Manchester City's Erling Haaland last night against Brentford in the English Premier League. City winning by a goal to nil. What it means is that City move a point above Arsenal having taken advantage of their game in hand while keeping the pressure on Liverpool, who hosts Luton later tonight in the league. But here from Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola on Haaland's performance. When I was young, one friend of mine told me never ever, as a, as a person, I was not a journalist, I'm not and I will not be. So tell me, top score, a striker, score a lot of goals, don't criticise him because he will shout your mouth. So that's for sure. So sooner or later, always is there. So he came for a two-mount. He had an incredible tough week last week. He lost his his grandmother. And, and it's not easy for a human being. But uh, and of course, he's not in his best shape, but it's normal. So he's so tall, two-mount. All right, so does that Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola speaking there. Later tonight in the Premier League, is Liverpool taking on Luton. At Anfield at 7.30, I've got live radio comments on City 97.3 from our partners Talk Sports in the UK. On the off the pitch, at the right side of Manchester, as uh, Sir Jim Ratcliffe's purchase of a 28% stake in Manchester United has been completed to enable his Ineos company to control football operations at the club. So, go on for Manchester United here in Ghana at the Cape Coast Sports Stadium will host the women's football event in the upcoming 13th African Games. The Black Princesses are current holders of the Wafu. Under-20 Women's African Cup of Nations will face Ethiopia, Tanzania and Uganda in Group A. Uh, to this, and uh, we do understand that the Kumasi leg of the Save Ghana football demonstration has been called off by convenience of the protests and uh, it was communicated via an official statement release in the lead-up to the scheduled date. At the demonstration on Friday, February 23, in Ghana's Ashanti regional capital, and uh, that's at Kumasi. Well, for CAF, 
There was a reach an agreement in principle for the 2025 African Cup of Nations to be played in July and August next year in Morocco. We touch on Athletics and Ghana Athletics President Bar Fuseni has officially announced the arrival of World Athletics Organization to conduct certification for the athletics track in preparation for the upcoming National Invitational Schools Athletics uh, Championship. Now, we just uh, the event some days away, Bar emphasized that the University of Ghana's readiness to host all 59 schools from uh, various regions providing assurance to all stakeholders. All right, so we touch on some tennis and uh, Andy Murray also won his first match of the 2024 with an encouraging 6-1, uh, 7-6, victory against Alexander Muller at the Qatar Open. Murray had lost his previous six matches but overcame an injury concerning in the middle of the first set and played by far his best tennis of the season. So fantastic for kickoff uh, today on the City Breakfast Show. For more sports stories, you can head to citysports.online.com. And our next at City Sports GH. My name is Gabby Fair. Enjoy the rest of your day. Do take care and bye bye. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. If tomorrow is judgment day. I'm standing on the front line And the Lord asked me what I did with my life I will say I spent it with you If I wake up in World War III I see destruction and fire Unleashing the power of relevant radio this is City 97.3. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
It will take eternity to break us. Whitney Houston, my love is your love, and your love is my love. This is a message coming to you from Sefako Bubune Seduji and Auntie Rose and the entire family. They say they wish their sweet woman of God a blessed birthday. May God continue to use her to bring true joy to many. May she live long in divine health and may she fulfill her destiny in the Lord. Mama say is your name. God bless you and grant you a fruitful year with love from the taste. And I feel like I want Happy birthday, Lawrence Oseb Wating Esquire. Director, Business Development, Research and Corporate Affairs, Ghana Free Zones Authority. It is your birthday. Happy birthday to you. And this one says, please help me wish uh, my madam a happy birthday. Glorious Golden Jubilee birthday to Mrs. Audrey Adam Chikata of Learning and Development Department at the Tema Oil Refinery. May God's goodness continue to run after you all the days of your life. From Mrs. Dorothy Boachedankwa of Dotty's Wardrobe Community 25. Oh, and I want to say a very special thank you to two gentlemen I, I do not know from anywhere, Ephraim and Jefferson. Two nights ago when my car broke down in the middle of nowhere, uh, they came to my rescue and, and they, they helped me. So what time this, what, what time your car this was around 9.30 p.m. I was leaving church for home. Members of the Church of Pentecost Church can tell you that. Give you two days. As at 8 in the Monday, I was coming for church. Give me two names. Oh, two names of who and who? Uh, that, yes, the people who saw you. That was Joseph Kote, is an elder in the Church of Pentecost at Solom Down. Did he see There's Amma Uwusu. They all saw me. Okay. I was there. Okay. And you I, left at around? Around 8.30, okay. thereabouts. Okay. So, and your car's uh, bought around? Oh, what are you in court? Are you cross-examining <laughs> 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 me? We need to know <laughs> the timeline properly. So you said you said 9.30. But no, I, said you. I said 9. I said 9. I said I left church at 8.30. 8.30, okay. And I, my I can't break down at where? Sakamanjoshi. At nine. Does it take thirty minutes on an average? Because to... you take people and you drop them along Sky, the way. You it's probably my life, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, have you done the birthday? Yes, we've done some requests. Yes, um, let me do this one for. Because just that was on the page. Okay, um, yeah. so yeah, I was just thanking Ephraim and Jefferson when you. So what, what did they do for yeah, you? Oh, they, they, so I opened the bonnet mm. and I discovered in the morning I put water in the tank, but I didn't close it well. So, there was so the top fell somewhere and oh. the, all the water. But you know how to change the car tire. I can do that. Yes. There was a day. There was a day I had a. A flat tire on the motorway. Is that something I don't enjoy doing? Have you had a flat on the motorway before? No, no, no. Motorway. Wow. There was a day I was coming from... <laughs> at night? Tema at night. God, no. I was... This is very late in the My night. My goodness. And there's this... You know, they've put uh, bitumen yes. or asphalt on Where that side. Where the portal was. So yeah. this is... You know the place that God spoiled that Ibrahim Lama went to fix? That part that broke, then like 100 meters after that, there's yeah. some wicked pothole there. My goodness. <laughs> I call it pothole junction. Mm -hmm. So from that part that even my mom went to fix, which yes. now they have asphalted, yeah. I drove like 30 meters on an evening, like 8.30 p.m. Yeah. There was a big articulator on the left. 
So that regulator was supposed to use the outer lane, was using the inner lane, mm-hmm. and I was on the outer lane, mm. and and I ran into the pothole with my back tie. Ooh. I, I saw it too late, yeah. and I ran into it. There was a large sound, and I had to stop probably 400 meters later mm. to try and fix. That's a lot of distance. And you know the funny part? I started fixing the thing. <laughs> Maybe that word. I, I removed the first one. I remember that word here. So we managed, we, managed, we managed to remove the tie. Uh-huh. Now fixing the new tie, uh-huh. raise the thing. Yeah. Then if, I think we did like forty-five minutes. Somebody said, "Oh, we've organized the buoy." No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like somebody said, "Let's walk." So we yeah. left. They said, "This thing we won't finish." So yeah. we walked because even the thing, the the spare tie wasn't that. It wasn't strong. fitting, yeah. So we walked like, and the organizer was sleeping. Oh, okay. said, bro, you have to wake up. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Four. you know, with all my university education, yeah. I'm never be more grateful for a, 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 the organizer. This guy, 45 yeah. minutes, open hundred if he finish. That's what the guy did the thing in five minutes. Yeah, yeah because that's, that's his work. He was sleeping. It, it, it's difficult to that. You that know, there, there are a lot of things that we take for granted. Yeah. Um, if you don't find yourself yeah. in those uh, situations, you would never appreciate. You would never appreciate yeah. how difficult it yeah. is to remove, yeah. you know, your back tie or front tie, yeah. and then fix it back. Yeah. Or maybe there's an issue with overheating, and then you've got to do something quickly mm-hmm. to cool the engine, and yeah. what you need to do in those circumstances, and all of that. You wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, there was no street light on. The motorway that it's, night and then and the, we're lucky because been, there are often people who hide in the dark you they know? Been, uh, yes there have been comments around people who hide at night so it was good to see a organizer sleeping on his thing you have to help me you have to help me you have to help me you know when the tab yeah, yeah the steer you know you can't type you know the tie is best but yeah. the steer becomes Stiff? Was it stiff one? Back tie. The steer becomes stiff and you can feel the My goodness. And if you drive for long, you will destroy your rims. Yeah. yeah. So you had to You stop. just had to fix so it. So it's serious. And you know that's why you know I just want to make this point whilst we go into it. Yeah. We need to make sure the streets are well lit. Because you see, number one, if the street lights are not good, mm-hmm. bad people can hide and do you harm. That's true. People can put things on the road that you won't see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and if mm-hmm. you have a problem, you are in the dark, nobody sees you. Yeah. I really don't see why we don't have a 24-hour police patrol on the motorway. Because we know that on average, there are about five accidents on the motorway every, every day. day. You know, every there are policemen day. on traffic lights. Why, yeah. don't, why doesn't the IGP put three patrols on the motorway, okay. front and back, just going? So say every five... You get me? This is how much will it cost yeah, us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the motorway is one of the most used roads yeah, in Accra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that the road is not good. There's no street light on the motorway. Yeah. At least put three or four police patrols so that they deter crime. I, I think the IGP will continue. And not even this. just to deter crime, yeah. but also to assist. So you can even yeah. do poli- you can call it police assistance. Yeah. You have yeah. a woman with a baby, yeah. she's driving yeah. at night, yeah. she has a problem. Yeah. The police can come. Yeah. You get me? Mm-hmm. So we shouldn't, and sometimes we should be more responsive. Maybe mm. they should put small posts along the... So maybe you have five of them. Yeah. Divide the motorway into five different zones. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Post posts. Yes, yeah, post, yeah. yeah, post yeah. there. One, two, three, four, five, so that they can move across. Because there's a police the post at the entrance to Trazaco yeah. on the motorway. That's mm-hmm. true. But and if I'm wrong, I should be corrected. But I think there isn't a permanent police presence, presence on, the on the motorway. That's true. I can. I was on the way to the Volta region a few weeks ago with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you were in the car. We saw an accident, Philly, Philly. Just like that. It was raining, mm-hmm. play by play. And this is what happened. And this was a woman driving a Renault car mm. and she crossed she crossed a track mm. she she left her lane and entered the track's lane 
Now, the truck in trying to avoid her, and this was like slow motion, basically hit another Benz bus. Mm. But it, didn't, it, it pushed it. it pushed Luckily, it. it didn't crash into it. Right. Oh, wow. It pushed the Benz bus, like for maybe 20 meters. And then it turned mm-hmm. because the road was slippery. And then the neck of the thing went into the middle of the motorway. Then another car came to hit the mm. back. My word. And this was in front of us. Mm. Slow and it's like... Right in your eyes. Raining. And by the time we got to 18, there was another one in front of us. All yes, kinds of accidents. Especially when it rains, you know? the motorway gets so very So there should be early. an intervention. Yeah. For example, two vehicles yeah. should be made available. The assemblies can put two vehicles on the motorway. Yeah. There was an attempt to put up a speed um, camera. Some cars knock the speed camera down. It it's not. It they put it there for like six months. It's no longer there. Nobody cares. Yeah. All right. I'm saying these are not things. These are low hanging fruits. Yeah. You don't need any serious. You know, anything to put do. put a speed camera on the motorway. Put a patrol on the motorway. Get two or three tow trucks on the motorway. Yeah. If the car is broken down, quickly tow it quickly. and surcharge the person. Quickly. You know. You know. You know. You know. Like. Like the assemblies on the motorway are about five. Asaiman, Tema West, um, I also West Wagon, yes. uh, La, Dade Kotopong, and I think another one, yeah. Lejokuku, five. Come together, buy four tow trucks per your, your area, put it there. If a car breaks down, compulsorily for road safety, tow it to the assembly. Uh, uh, and tell the owner to come and pay for it to be released. Azumi Lion wanted to do that. Fine, forget about Azumi. Why? why do we? Like, Sky, is this thing? What is so complicated about this? Because the motorway is zoned. We yeah. know the motorway. Yeah. You can even decide that you will put signboards for various parts of the motorway to represent various assemblies. Mm-hmm. When you are from Siasi, from Siasi driving to Action Chapel, you are at La. After Action Chapel, you are in Lejokuku. Yeah. When you move after the Jokuku to 18 Junction, you are in Tema, Tema West. Okay, the other way. Then from Tema West, you are in Tema proper. So after Tema West, Carlos, you are in Tema. So that's four assemblies on one side. When you are coming from Tema, uh-huh. you are in Ashaiman. Yeah. You are in Ashaiman until you get to maybe the police station, the police post. You are in Adenta. From Adenta, you are coming all the way. By the time you get to like the school, there's this AstroTef. Then you are in I also West Wagon. So that's another three. Yeah. So you have seven assemblies on the motorway. <clears throat> or seven assemblies that are adjacent to the motorway. Right? Are you telling me that not even one of them can get a tow track? Do you know how many accidents occur because cars are abandoned on the motorway? For the past three years, coming, coming from Tema, you would notice a car has stopped on the motorway. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't even have a triangle. Mm-hmm. There's no street light. How difficult is it for our assemblies to do such a basic thing? Do you, get, do you need an act of parliament to, to, to think about putting a tow truck or assistance? You get me? So we, we, are, we are not people-centered. We do everything but what is necessary. Simple. And one. So many accidents. It took demonstrations to get food bridges. You get me? Assembly said they need money. Get a tow truck. Police. Go. Because you want to save life. The motorway has the most accidents. Accra Kumasi Road. Mm-hmm. Try it. Yep. It In does. the night. You know, an articulated track has been abandoned. Then yeah. they put neem tree leaves. Yeah. Neem tree. As if it's a reflector. In 2024. And we are talking, we are speaking big English. People die. A lot of the accidents that happen, that could kill people, they happen at night. Why do they happen at night? Driver is sleeping. He runs into a vehicle that has been left on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Why should a vehicle be left on the road? We should say, no. Every year, Elvis Darko releases 
stories about number of people down on, on, on street a road accident. Mm. We can't stop all road accidents, but there are some things you can put in place that will reduce it. It's not every death that is caused by the devil. Mm. <laughs> you get me? If people mm. have left a car on the road and there's no light, and you run into the car, you will die. Yeah. So if you remove the car from the road, people will not run into it, they'll still live. Yeah. This has nothing to do with prayer. It's just common sense. And you know, Bernard, last <laughs> night... <laughs> so all you need to do is to say, okay, for every assembly, so you can demarcate roads and give them... So let me give you an, an yeah. idea. If you say you want to reduce road accidents, mm-hmm. as transformation, you say, okay, mm-hmm. every road goes through an assembly. Yeah. I am going to make sure that every assembly has a road safety officer. So for the part of the road that goes through your assembly... Yeah, we have an intervention that makes you responsible mm-hmm. for that aspect of the road. Mm-hmm. So you will say Accra Kumasi Road. You are from Asam- Amasaman to Insawam to Suhum. Mm. From Suhum, you go to a friend saying Apidra. Apidra. Every Kwabe. part, you get me? Tell the assembly that mm. if a car breaks down on this part of the road mm-hmm. and we see the car there for more, more than, than six, six hours, hours, we'll surcharge you because you are going to kill somebody. Yeah. How complicated is this? Meanwhile, we sit down. We are doing tripod, appoint EC, local <laughs> government minister, Kasabibri, people are dying. Mm. You have thousands of people dying every year. It's because we don't value life. Mm. We think life, I mean, why do we spend more on funerals than on whatever? If you value life, you put mm. in place an intervention. Mm-hmm. Sky, this thing I've said, mm. do you need to go to tech to do planning to do it? It's not difficult. Ah, how complicated is this? That you give an assembly the responsibility, there's a road safety commission, national commission mm. or something. We are just not serious about preserving life. If you want to preserve life, if there's something, if, if there's banana peel in the living room of your house mm. and people are sleeping and dying, will you form a committee? You just get rid of the banana peel. We'll form a committee, we'll announce something, we'll let the president inaugurate it, then they'll say they'll look for money, they'll go to World Bank, they'll come and have a meeting. We are just not dedicated and committed to simple things. Mm. Preserving life. In certain countries, Sky, they don't have more sense than us who. Traffic lights, central control. Mm. All the traffic lights in the town are controlled from one place. Accra here. Traffic light is off for six months. Mm. Nobody says anything about it. Two years. You get it. Meanwhile, we have, we have, we have a, a garage program, road safety something program, World Bank something something program. Street lights are not working. People have come to steal, uh, what do you call it? Controller. The controller and the traffic light. <sighs> the guardrails. How can you have a busy street? And traffic lights are not working and everybody's happy. There's, meanwhile, you have a mayor. You've decimated Accra to a point that the mayor of Accra has only four districts mm. or three. <laughs> meanwhile, the world is moving towards having strong leadership in towns. One of the, the mega trends in the world is the growing importance of cities as the center for development. Mm. So in the literature, cities, in fact, people feel that mega cities will even take over countries. And the city wow. is characterized by the strength of the... There was a guy who came to work in my office as a, an intern. He said he was in the U.S. and he was working in the, the mayor of Boston's office. And there are like thousands of employees. And they are... Mayor's people, office. Bro, the kind of things they do there. You get me? Go to the mayor of wherever. There's nothing. So, we are... We, are, we, are, you see, we think that it's political parties or elections that will solve our problems. We don't know that it is... Human-centered, common sense that that will solve our problems. <laughs> you get me? Yeah. So this one, we don't have to wait for 2024. Just apply. Tell yourself that we are going to reduce road crashes to the best because road crashes is not just oh, it renders people maimed. Yeah. 
people cannot go to school again. Yeah. Road crisis can cause teenage pregnancy. You know why? If the breadwinner dies and the girl has no authority <laughs> in the house, she'll go out as a 13-year-old. Some guy will impregnate her. Road accidents lead to social problems. True. Road accidents lead to terminal diseases. Mm. We don't think about it that we say, oh, road accidents. It's just a statistic. So there's no concerted effort. And I'm not trying to attack Road Safety Commission. I am saying that let's, let's use the sense God has given us to solve our problems. And let's start with... <clears throat> Samens always calls it the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Don't start with some big committee. Simple. Yeah. You know? And sometimes an assembly can prove the concept. Right? I, have, I, I feel like we don't, the leaders don't care about people's lives. Because, you see, you set the tone by, by what you permit. If you say that road crises are unacceptable, and as Minister of Transport or Road Safety, I am not, under my what this is not going to happen. This is what we do in Ghana. We take the position, we chop the post, uh, we're there for seven years. They say, hey, Charlie, let me get a branding consultant to brand and tell my story. You get it? Then they'll go and hire somebody's going to do rebranding and say, Charlie, in the seven years, I'm the best since that happened. It's not true. You don't need a brand consultant. What do you want you need? You need to start working from the beginning so that when you are not there, we'll still see what you do. Henry Cote, for all his faults, the reason we still celebrate him is that he tried. Yeah. He tried to make Accra work again. And we've seen the results of what We also, he gave us a chance. He said, ah, so you can drive from Medina Zongo Junction to post office without going through traffic. It's possible. (laughs) I didn't know it was possible. I've lived there for 25 years. I didn't know that you can cross. (laughs) I didn't didn't know that you can move from Redco to Firestone without going through traffic. And the helicopter showed up. Bernard, let me pay some bills, okay? And then we'll come back because, um, as you would know, Okay, Sky. Sky uh-huh. wants to come in quickly. Yeah, yes, no, no. This one is, you know, before we go into go all into the hostilities, the please okay. <laughs> let me do happy birthday message for someone uh, who is really, really always in our life. I'm talking about Wendy Sayram Amache. Wendy. Uh, yeah, that's right. We did it once, but I can do it again. Uh, today, but Wendy is very special. Yeah, yeah. today is your <laughs> birthday. Yeah. You are special. You care about us and we care about you. You are an amazing woman. Mm-hmm. And may God continue to bless you in a billion. She works billion. at SNIT. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. And her husband says she do all. Mm. Yeah, so. It's for the. It's for everywhere. Wendy, you do all. Yeah. Wendy Happy of, birthday to Wendy you. Wendy of Masek. If you so. <laughs> now, kindly wish uh, Mr. Ni Anand Clark. Uh, CEO of Spectrum Solutions, a happy 40th birthday from your entire family and friends from uh, your PIC, uh, PIC Adrote. Okay, so happy birthday also going out to Benedicta Avotri, Mamaga uh, Sekri, the second queen mother of Trupa, traditional area. We love you so much and thank God for your life. We pray he gives you uh, many more years to reap the fruits of your labor. This message is from your children, Matilda, Elikem, Sefanya, uh, and Nunya. Okay, so let's pay some bills really quickly and uh, if you can't wait to visit your family and friends in London, now you don't have to. That's because British Airways flies there 10 times a week to Two different airports. Now you can fly. Yes, you can fly to Heathrow and Gatwick. And Gatwick Airport. You treat yourself to British Airways Club World, which is where Sky belongs. You know, he experiences exceptional levels of comfort and service. Club World comes with a seat that reclines into a fully flat bed and offers you a premium dining experience, which is what Sky gets all the time. Or you can fly world travelers class and enjoy a quieter, more spacious cabin. Mm -hmm. Fly British Airways and experience the best of British hospitality on your way to 
you know, Buckingham, you know, yeah. London and other places. So don't wait. Book now at BA.com. Now, if you want to get the best returns on your investment, listen to what Bernard does. He invests with Ivest and secured fixed-term uh, investment from Easyway that offers so much more with a minimum of 5,000 Ghana CDs over a minimum period of three months. So you can increase your earnings by investing over a maximum period of 12 months. Times are hard, so invest right. Open an Ivest account today and invest your way to massive wealth. Ivest, real value for real people. Mm-hmm. Call Easyway now on 0596-914-843 or text Ivest to 4993 to get started. Isway, your trusted financial solutions partner. Isway is a member of the Ghana Deposit Protection Corporation. All right. Well, the Chartered Professional Courses, uh, Crocs Training Institute, brings you a world of opportunities with your Chartered Professional Certifications. Enhance your career and be recognized globally with a chartered program that distinguishes you from the crowd. They've got chartered programs uh, or chartered financial risk manager, chartered forensic financial auditor, chartered data analyst, chartered human resource manager, and it goes on and on and on. They also offer the Kids MBA program accredited by ABE UK aimed at children aged between 10 and 17. The program will enhance critical thinking, teamwork, creativity and self-confidence amongst its graduates. Call Crux Training now on 55 or 0243-457339 or visit crux.edu.gh for more details mm. if you have a space either an office or your residential space and you want to spec it up idric has great solutions for you in terms of lighting and furnishing they've got fire alarm systems blinds curtains furniture switches and everything in between to help you spruce that space and if you are thinking of uh, speaking to them call them on 54 or 0303-49426 or find them at tema community 17 on the number 33 ezra road mm. Now, navigating the hurdles of an SME can be stressful and sometimes risky, but what is life without risk? And what, who is a business owner without the Zenith SME business card? You get 24-7 access to funds, visa practical training skills, business services at discounted rates. So speak to Zenith SME, or Zenith Direct, sorry, on 0302-680-884 or call 0307-086370 or visit zenithbank.com.gh. Zenith Bank in your best interest. Now, there are some messages coming in. I will bring them to you shortly. Good morning, City team. Mm. Uh, please, this motorway issue is a serious one. Last week, I was driving to Tema and right in front of me at Manet Junction, mm. crossing on the motorway where majority of workers cross to and fro during Ghana for work, a saloon vehicle suddenly stopped for people to cross. Oh. and. All of a sudden, a white Range Rover pushed a Kia truck forward, and that Kia truck had to drive and crash into the pullers erected in the middle of the road to avoid killing over 15 people crossing. They called police for over an hour. They were not coming, so the Range Rover guy called a towing truck quickly to Mm -hmm. uh, tow the cars just to clear the way no ambulances you on the motorway why? the guy has lived in the states and knew what to do in such situations mm. please the motorway has lost its purpose long ago cars mm. left on our road anyhow mm-hmm. and people cross from 
anywhere. Our leaders and citizens should learn to be responsible. This came in from Lord Abraham in Sotum. Bernard, you know, since it rained mm-hmm. last night, yep. the lights have been off. Yes. So on my way to work, many neighborhoods didn't have light. And it applied to the highway also. A lot of the so lights are The entire street, street lights true. is not working. Mm-hmm. The traffic lights are also not working. Mm-hmm. We are just mm-hmm. a problem ourselves, Francis mm-hmm. is saying. Should anyone put a towing car and start taking money? Same people will rise and say, Parliament didn't approve anything like that. We like to talk but refuse any action that comes with it. Francis is speaking. Mm. Um, good morning, City. Uh, I think the Assembly should be partly responsible for roads through their zones. Mm. The, the use of mega pothole... There used to be a mega pothole on the Somanya Dodua stretch where several road users have lost their lives and the assembly didn't bother mm. to do anything about it. If mm. I were the president, I would have fired I would fire any DC or MC who overlooks simple things like mm. this. Okay. George from Kong send that through. Right. Good morning, Bernard and crew. The breakdowns on the roads, in my humble opinion, can be taken care of by a portion of the vehicle insurance we pay annually. So mm. Presita, have mm. a great day. Alright. Now, here's why I also think that having police along the motorway and they going to the rescue of the um, and road users by the way, is we are not talking about important. the police who can yes. stand and ask for money. Yes. We are talking about <laughs> the ones, you know, there are some police who, who you can see are doing a clearly legal operation. Yes. You know, there was a day we were going to the Volta region again. We got to Dawinia. Some policeman was heavily drunk, stopped mm. us and was asking us very unnecessary questions. Mm. You know, we are talking about the guys, the new Dampari police. Yeah, the, the ones who... Ones who use the white motorbike yeah those type of people yeah. who speak to you yeah. po- politely yeah not the rogue ones who are just in the system causing confusion i experienced one of them i, I was returning from tesano to adabaka mm-hmm. and then i saw one of our colleagues in fact my our producer fred mm-hmm. his car was on the other lane so i went to park and return and i was like what's happening and he had a little issue with his car mm-hmm. the policeman actually called a tow vehicle yeah and they actually put uh, uh, redirected the traffic made yeah. sure that it didn't create a scene and the yeah. traffic flow was yeah. smooth and there are examples like that people write of their experiences on social so those are the, so the, the correct ones police want, officers yes, you know, the one, when you uh, see the, fact, when you see the dress you yeah, know you will just but there know, are some you meet on Saturday morning the scent alone will tell you something they have some different vehicle <laughs> and they are like six they are oh, hiding in some man. corner oh man they are doing illegal operation then they will say hey what's up going back hey hey boys your boys are here your boys are here <laughs> something for the boys somehow when you see them you will know you will just know they, even their dressing tells you that these are not <laughs> but your boys are here no they are very correct ones you see, because you the ones that them. the ones that see that the traffic light yeah. with the new motorbike yeah. you can yeah. see that these guys they, they are, are very serious yeah. level of professionalism you know, but they are one or two be and <laughs> usually Odd hours. You the, somewhere good, no, the, the Gold Coast Police. They will park some car in some <laughs> corner. Then there are two sitting inside. Then there's one on the roadside. Then they'll stop you. My God. Officer. Are they, they are not looking for any property. They are not doing any property in there. And they are fighting. So I want, to urge, I want to urge the IGP <laughs> to weed out those guys. Because somehow you can tell when you see the ones who are doing the right thing. There are one or two of them who are still of their old stock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the we old right. When we are trying to, you know, I, mean, I, no, I, with you. I, like, I like I like the fact that they're old stock. They are some old stock. Old stock is a shock. Like Sunday, old stock. Sunday, I was driving. I don't know why I was driving. I need a good coast time. There was some time I was driving through. Old stock. There's this route. There's this route through. There's this route through Zoom Lion that takes you to the. I I am Valley. So it's like a mini caves. Some road. Those time they hadn't done there. 
this new road. So some Saturday morning at the Charlie, they pack the car in some corner. Be the man. Then one of the hey, hey, what's up? What's up? Carry on, carry on. Nothing better. Nothing better for them. Now, if you're sending money across Africa, uh, now it has even been easier. Tech and social media trends. Yes, we're bringing you tech and social shortly. And FBN Bank is bringing you that. FBN Bank is saying that if you're sending money across Africa, it has never been easier, more convenient and exciting. Through the Pan-African Payment and Settlement System, PAPS, you can send and receive money to and from Nigeria, Liberia, Gambia, Guinea and Sierra Leone in minutes for business and personal purposes. All you need to do is visit any FB and bank branch nationwide with your cash and your money is sent in no time. To receive money, all you need is an FBN Bank account. This is how FBN Bank puts you first. For more information on the Pan-African Payment and Settlement System, PAPS, please log on to www.fbnbankghana.com or call 0596-921-921. FBN Bank, you first. So let's check out what's trending on tech and social. Nathan Kwao has all that you need to know. All right, let's start off with uh, the name Safu Newman. Okay. Safu Newman. He's trending. He's uh, yeah. recently yeah. been turning heads with yeah. some of his songs. That's his hit song. Yeah. It's a song many people know him by. Mm-hmm. Now, pictures have emerged of uh, uh, Safu Newman and Sakode in the studio. So, it looks like they might They're be working something. on something. Now, Safu Newman was on Breakfast Daily, I think, last Monday? week, two weeks ago. Okay, I'm not yeah. too sure. But he was on Breakfast Daily. Yeah. So, for the music lovers, that's something you need to bookmark. On the spot, side of things the name glazers actually now the glazers are the owners of manchester united and yesterday the premier league announced that sergeant radcliffe's 25 percent takeover of the club had been officially done he had passed all the tests and so it was announced that he had acquired a stake in the club and now owned 25 percent of manchester united so in in people talk um no but it gives him sporting control yeah, okay. so the football operations now have been handed to Sergeant Radcliffe and his Ineos group so they will now take footballing decisions at Manchester United so people are talking about that and mentioning the Glazers right. why, is, why is Mike why is ACN trending on uh, my timeline it's funny my timeline Safuniman is trending but yeah. ACN is trending <laughs> and then free SHS is also trending <laughs> I'm sure yeah, I'm sure it has to do with uh, the Academy. electricity bill matter yeah. ACN I suspect is the black star Academy out of it but everybody knows that yeah, so own it Michael ACN seems to be trending on my on my t- timeline for which I don't understand why anyway I think some people want him to okay yes, here's the story okay. Michael Lisson is reportedly open to becoming Black Stars assistant coach okay so there's a lot of people getting excited yes, about yes, that yes. There's, that's still brewing even though the FA hasn't told us anything mm-hmm. concerning what the search committee has done yet some reports have said that Otuado has submitted his CV mm. and wants to be full time Black Stars he wants to come back he wants to come back he doesn't want Dortmund again <laughs> I don't <laughs> And of course, free SHS is training because, uh, because of Accra Academy yeah. light off Accra bills. Couldn't pay their bills. But suddenly, the free SHS secretariat says they are releasing some five yeah, million. Yeah, five million. They are meeting ECG out. today. 
actually mm-hmm. to deal with that broad mm-hmm. issue. Um, anyway, so Sky, uh, maybe yesterday the fire should have gone to the yes, FSHS yes. secretariat. Oh no, we, we oh, you still stand uh, by uh, the child uh, act uh, and the uh, no, of course. I mean, the the government and the free SHS they have responsibility, mm-hmm. but I believe that look, you have to temper your okay. your now conduct. Actually, with, it's with trending with also because uh, there's uh, discussions about NDC and what they said about free SHS. Uh, it's not even about the Akraka issue. Alone. Well, there's also the issue of like uh, comments about. What NDC Review, said, yes. yeah, that's what makes me so Nathan, take okay. All right, let's uh, do some tech news. Do mm-hmm. some tech news. Mm-hmm. And in Japan, now Uber Eats customers in Japan uh, can soon have an autonomous robot deliver their food on the streets of Tokyo. Now, Uber announced a partnership Tuesday between robotics company Kartken and um, Japanese industrial titan Mitsubishi Electric to launch autonomous sidewalk robots that will start delivering its orders in <laughs> parts of Tokyo beginning next month. All right. Now, Japan will be the first international market to have autonomous delivery available on the Uber Eats platform. Mm. Japan, however, is no stranger to embracing robot helpers mm. in the hospitality <laughs> industry and many restaurant chains now have robot service mm. or robot service mm. and they've been doing that for years. Now, Cardkin's Model C robots will be delivering the food and they use AI and computer vision technologies to navigate their environment. So it looks like the tech journey, you know, some people are yeah, taking over in the 10th dimension. We have not yet even planning our cities for lights, this purpose. Uh, of course, we are doing well with the delivery of medical supplies and all of that. With the with drones. The right, drones. Yeah. But I think, you know, these are things we can integrate properly into our system. Mm. But again, uh, criminal activity, somebody will stop the robot and then, you know, <laughs> take the food, blow them. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard stories, oh, I've heard stories of people whose food you know, <laughs> for example, yeah, the Things food is being delivered, yeah. and then sometimes the delivery person takes part. I've heard a, a piece of chicken is taken. Basa. social media trends, people. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. The power of the This is City 974. <laughs> You can join us with your messages. This is 97.3 City FM live with the City Breakfast Show mm. here with the team Bernardino Kokuavle, mm. Richard Delasky, Nathan Obodai Kwao. You can join us also with your thoughts, and uh, the line is 0549 That's a WhatsApp line 0549 Some of your comments are in already. In the meantime, what if the answer to powering and running a clean, efficient, and sustainable business now lies within your reach? What would you do? All you have to do is to reach out to the AGI Energy Service Center. We provide tailor-made energy saving solutions to companies. We provide energy audits, implementation, and training for energy management system and renewable energy feasibility studies. AGI ESC, your one-stop center for project assistance and market linkages on renewable energy 
and energy efficiency projects. Visit agiese.com for more information or call the AGIESC on 0507-977-902. This is a message by the AGI, that is the Association of Ghana Industries in partnership with the German Development Corporation implemented by GIZ. Uh, Provident Insurance, your trusted insurance provider for over 40 years, welcomes you to a new year. Insure your car, your new car, or renew your existing motor insurance policy from now until 31st of March and get free gifts such as fuel coupons and several other branded Provident souvenirs. Rush for your insurance cover now. Terms and conditions apply. And remember, with Provident, man, you are covered. Okay, so come close to your radio set for the gist of the year. Did you know that your energy-giving, great-tasting Lucozid has a new look? Whether you're out and about in the office, in school, or even in a trotter and you need to restore your energy, look out for the now sleeker, slimmer Lucozid original 330ml can with the same energy that you've known for years. Now you can go about your day with even more swag as you drink Lucozid from your now, uh, from your new sleek can. So go ahead, grab your grab your Lucozid sleek can and discover the same unbeatable energy with every sip. Look as it, restore your energy. This advert is FDA approved. Well, let's get into some more announcements. And GCB Bank is reminding everybody not to pay attention to any message or phone call claiming to come from the bank where you'll be asked to give your uh, bank account details, your Ghana card details, or they'll ask you to link your Ghana card to your bank account. GCB saying it will never send you a message or make such a phone call to you. When in doubt, call 0800-422-422 or chat with GCB via 0202-422-422 or visit the nearest GCB branch. GCB is your bank for life. Now, if you need water for that special occasion or for your office or for your home or something you want to carry with you, standard water is quality water. That's what you need they are in 11 regions and they are expanding so call them on 0202 055703 or 0547334385 and this ad is fda approved now Darwin insurance is telling you to trust them because they will give you the best in terms of services they have policies for motor insurance they've got fire insurance for both domestic and commercial property accident policies and public liability policy and so much more and their claims payment capacity is one you need to experience for yourself call them on 0242-439-488 or 0302-763-065 or get them via whatsapp uh, chat to the abort on 0501-687-806 down on insurance if it must be done of course it must be done well now if you're back from christmas and you're in need of cash and even valentine you're in need of cash and your commitments such as school fees rent and other personal obligations are staring you in the face look and you're looking for financial support and worried about interest rates you have to worry no more because bank of africa is offering interest rates from as low as 10 percent for personal loans to meet all these commitments disbursement is within 48 hours public sector workers can get up to 12 months of their salary Charlie Wumpe Wumpe Dieng walk into any of our branches across the country and talk to our dedicated relationship officers for further assistance alternatively you may also call our call center on 0302-429-333 or 0302-249-690 this promo runs from now until the end of March 2024 TNCs apply 
Bank of Africa as strong as a group, as close as a partner. So your messages are in. Nathan will help us with some of them. All right. This one is from Joseph from Kofredi. I says, please talk about street lights from a Brito Ayimensa. Not even one of those lights are working. And it's very, very bad. Ajeti wow. Soa, mm. uh, who's in La Chadu, says, you talk of traffic lights that are off for six months. Come to La Pamoine Junction. The lights have been out for almost two years. Mm-hmm. Mm. Where? La Pamoine Junction. Junction. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's one. There's a shell there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing has not been. So, Gifford Road, if you are going towards Trade yeah. Fair, yeah, it's been off the intersection. Uh, they've given up. <laughs> they've given up. Mm. Um, this one says there. Uh, there are some on the Afienya uh, Mobile road. road. At times, you wonder if uh, their work is to come there and collect money because they don't check anything when I they stop. I think he's referring to the police. To the police. All right. Um, name. Uh, yeah, some police people. This one says, "Do you know that sometimes the MTTD officers stand where the traffic lights are working just to cause more traffic? Mm. And in these places where the traffic mm. lights are not working, you will not find a single policeman there that's uh, coming in from a listener." More of your messages are welcome on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Yes, and someone sent a message here. It says that uh, two police highway patrol teams patrol the motorway end to end. One patrol from the eastern end and the other team from the western end. I don't know if they still patrol, so mm. kindly check from the police. So this Wonderful. is just an update that is coming in here. Okay. There are two things on my mind this morning, Bernard. Tell me. Um, you know, today is International uh, Mother Language Day. Mother tongue. Mother tongue. Mother tongue. Mother tongue. Yes, oh, and, and and there's going to be a lecture later today by uh, to be delivered Professor. by Professor Kosiyanka. Yes. What is the topic? Mother tongue and the politics of contemporary governance. Mother tongue and the politics of, of contemporary. contemporary governance. Yes, this will be happening at the uh, Monsieur Francais Conference Center at the University of Ghana, and and then the other thing on my mind is this you know, jostle, this confusion, yeah. NPP leadership, majority in parliament. Mm. We heard, you know, of course, from Sky's report on Monday. Yeah, so we saw the, the agenda for the NPP meeting yeah. that announced Baumier's yes. team. Campaign team. It was clearly stated on point five mm. that they would also propose, or there was like discussion on for the majority so yeah. that's clear yeah so, so for me sometimes you know when i listen to umaru sander interview um the, uh, what's his name eugene entry yesterday yeah. and i also heard joe wise you know it's funny how people blame media for speculation you get it? it's yeah. like oh yeah there's nothing like that yeah there's no and i'm saying so who put item number five on that thing mm. do you get my point mm. so it's, it's, it's easy to blame the media <laughs> for why would we just sit down and cook like, Such a thing. Think about you know, it. Like, what, what do we get? With that as it may, yes. now we're told there's a meeting to resolve it. Mm. But it was quite in- interesting the fierce resistance we got from that group. Yeah. Right. In so fact. I don't know if we can listen to Joe Weiss himself yes. first because he, he actually gave the press conference, brief press address, where he said that there was nothing like that. Before even we spoke to, uh, what's the name of this guy? MP, yes. Eugene, in fact, Eugene Obin, the, the sequence was that yeah. in Parliament, Joe Weiss spoke to the press mm. and he, he dismissed. Yeah. He basically so put the thing. It's untrue. That, is, that they, the majority, have not made any decision. Yes. And that is just speculation. Yes. 
Then Sanders says, okay, I saw Dixon Aduma Kukisi standing among the five or six MPs together with Isaac Siyama and Co. So let me call Dixon. Dixon says, well, I saw my deputy speaker addressing people and usually when he's addressing, you know, <laughs> I go to I stand, stand up behind him. Why tell the story? <laughs> so it's like he's on reshuffle, but he... Yeah, he's open. Know. I know that's like, no, this is strange. Yeah. How do you go and... Because when you go and stand behind somebody from your party giving a press conference... It means you are in support of uh, the... So Sander asked him, are you saying that you do not support what... Then he says, well, I think that reshuffle is okay, but we should go about it the right way, whatever, whatever. Then we call you Jinenchi, who's MP for Sumi. He's like, no. Mm. He was even quite combative. I was, I was surprised why he was mm. fighting with Sander in the interview. Mm. It's like, hey, no, no, Sander, don't say, let me, let me answer my question. Yeah. Clearly, there is some division in the majority uh, side Front, yeah. on whether they want to have this reshuffle or not. No, they shouldn't make it a media creation. We didn't create anything. Stop blaming the media for your own problems. That's point number one. Point number two. Yeah. It was quite interesting, the, the people standing within that press conference. Yeah. So, some people think that it is one group, it's like the Ashanti group that is opposing <clears> this <throat> because the MP for Bekwa is from Ashanti, as is the MP for Subin, and a couple of MPs who were seen in the photo were all from that region. We'll check that out. But I wanted us to listen to Joe Osewusu, first deputy speaker, okay. yes. MP for Bekwa, yeah. before His we person. proceed. Yes. We have that. Let's take a listen. We are here to inform you and through you to the world that the publication that are going wrong is not true, not for, uh, it's false, that the caucus, the majority caucus, has not made any changes in its leadership. The majority caucus has not contemplated making any changes to its leadership, and that we tell the whole world, Ghana, to ignore any such publication. They want to assure you that we have confidence in the leadership as they are, and the status quo shall remain. We are aware that upon the nomination of one of the deputy whips as a minister, a replacement will be made. That replacement will be made by the caucus when we have had the opportunity and the time to consider the appropriate replacement. So that was um, the Bekwai uh, Member of Parliament, First Deputy Speaker, Joe Wusu. There was a question asked him actually mm -hmm. about um, why the majority themselves, are not, the majority leadership, leadership are not speaking. He said they are busy in Parliament, but they are speaking on their behalf. Basically, he they says they can't be judges in their own Exactly. Courts. And but then it, it, the point was also raised about the party taking the decision based on its constitution. And he says the party... Basically, they are responsible for who their leaders are. So he was yeah. trying to say there can't be an interference. Mm. What goes on there? Because they are yeah. choosing their leaders. The, 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 the kind of sentiment. It's, it's, it's I, I, I think this is a very normal. So let's let's forget. Let's not forget the sequence. Mm. NDC last year yeah. made changes to their front bench, yeah. and that didn't go down well within the the the, the minority group initially. Mm. Before somehow people were whipped into line. Yeah. I suspect Parliament as an institution saw that as an and interference sort of yes a, a foray into their independence yeah. and the, with the kind of speaker we have i'm sure he would agree with both sides that we cannot sit down and allow the party or whichever party to just direct who leads us we are not school kids yeah so there was a meeting last week where the standing orders of parliament were in my view hurriedly changed you can correct me, they were hardly changed mm -hmm. to prevent parties from influencing leadership. Yeah. 
Now, so this MPP situation is a test of that. So now the party has decided that as part of the leadership change within their government, they want to reshuffle. They also want to reshuffle the majority leadership. Yeah, that some people in parliament believe that this is not right. In fact, some people think that this standing order change was in anticipation of this. Mm. That you mm. cannot, if we sit down, the, the party or yeah. the government will change the parliamentary leadership and that makes parliament subservient. Yeah. And when you listen to Rababin carefully, he's one for parliamentary independence and parliamentary autonomy. They will cooperate with the executive and judiciary, yeah. but he's a fierce defender of parliamentary independence. independence. So, I'm, I'm not surprised that they were able to change those standing orders in a very short time. So short, short time, yeah. Yes. Again, I stand to be corrected. Somebody mm. knows parliament better than me. Yeah. I'm sorry from outside. <laughs> so, yeah. now... So that's point number one. Then point number two, the majority itself, you know, the parliament we have is a strange one because apart from the fact that things are close, because things are close, yeah. nobody wants to lose guard. But you've had all the main, the main parties have had their primaries. So some people have no stake in the next parliament. True. They have no stake in the next. So it's almost True. similar to the change in government. People have lost their seats. They are tired. Change them, bring in new ministers yeah. to help to do whatever they want to do. Project now you're, project, you're yeah. in a parliament where somebody's lost his seat or he's lost his primaries. Or has expressed interest not to rerun. And what is he going, what yeah. is he doing as leader? Okay. What is he doing in the leadership? Let him go so that those who have a stake in the future will take over. So it's the same spirit that they want to use. Yeah. So it's from the ministers. Yeah. So it's like the executive have done this. Why is the legislature not doing this? Yeah. But the parliamentary group has gone to put up this standing order that says, no, the parliamentary the leader will be selected from among the people yes. by the people. Yeah, all right. So, this practice of the government or the party selecting for mm-hmm. they don't want it to happen. Mm. So, the question is, how united is the majority group to defend the standing orders? Because to be able to pass those standing orders, it means you believe that only the majority of the minority groups will change their own leaders. But uh, you cannot move to who and go and do that standing orders and sit down and now support a party saying they yeah. want to change leadership. Yeah. So the MPs must take a serious look at themselves. Mm-hmm. If they want to change their leadership, they must decide who they want. But to go for some council meeting and then for names to be suggested to them and then they come and change is the same thing that the standing order was trying to solve. So we have the, the voice of the Member of Parliament for Subing Yujing of being entry. We would listen to that quickly. Then we'll bring Dixon Adumakonkisi as well. So let's take a listen to Yujin uh, or Bing Entry's argument he made to City News. This has nothing to do with numbers. This is to do with the law. When, it, when one person out of the 138 says no to something, it doesn't matter whether the, the, whatever the 137 say, whatever the 137 say, might not be, you know, in consonance with the law or in conformity with the law. Okay, so please what talk to me about the law and the procedure that you use in the house. Bear with me. Yeah. What is the issue at stake? The issue at stake was that a meeting took place yesterday. I've been out of the country since the 6th of uh, uh, February, attending uh, a UN session in New York, and then I had to spend a couple of days in London to attend to personal matters, right? All along, I had these raging matters about proposed change in leadership, which was, uh, well, which I've been told today, it was part of the agenda. I could not attend, though, as a member of the, as a chairman of the employment committee, I'm a member of the state and member of NEC and the National Council, but I couldn't attend. When I go back home last night, I spoke to colleagues who were present and they told that that particular item, item five on the agenda, was jettisoned. It was talked and was said about it. Subsequent to that, the General Secretary issued a communique after the meeting talking about the, the, the structure of the campaign team and what have you. That is what came out. Now, 
what the concern was, you, you are a journalist. So you saw flyers floating about yesterday in connection with the change of, change of leadership or some changes in the, in, the, in the leadership of the party. Let me, first of all, for the benefit of this interview and for the education of the uh, of, uh, members of Ghanaians who may not have averted themselves with the constitution. Prior to the operationalization of this standing orders, you know, uh, from January, right? The MPP constitution, Article 40 of the constitution, I don't know whether you have time for me to read to your listeners or... Please go ahead. Please, please go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Article 14, we, the, 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 the title is the parliamentary group. 14.1 says the party's members of parliament shall form the parliamentary group, comma, we shall have rules and regulations, comma, not inconsistent with this constitution to govern its activities. 14.2, the election of the leader, the deputy leader, the chief whip, and the deputy chief whip of the parliamentary group shall be done by the National Council. Three, the National Executive Committee shall, in consultation with the parliamentary group, appoint the party's parliamentary spokesperson, who shall be the chairperson of the party's sector committee when the party is not in government. Four, the National Council and the National Executive Committee shall, comma, respectively, comma, review each year the performance of the parliamentary leadership and spokespersons with a view to making appropriate changes where necessary. The last one, 14.5, says the parliamentary leader, together with one other rep of the parliamentary group, shall be members of the National Executive Committee, and one rep of the parliamentary group shall be a member of the National Executive Committee. The parliamentary leader shall be a member of the National Steering Committee of the National Executive Committee, and the parliamentary spokespersons shall be members of their respective sector committee. That is the MPP Constitution. It must be made clear. The MPP Constitution is not binding on the, on the Parliament of Ghana. Do you understand? Okay. When you go to Africa, at the, 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 we use two books in Parliament. The difference is in the weight and the size. One is the, 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 the 1992 Constitution of the Republic of Ghana, and two is the standing orders, which will lead activities of the House. You understand? When you go to Article 110 of the National Constitution, I'll read for the benefit of, of, the, of, of your listeners and viewers. Article 110.1 says, subject to the provisions, the word subject to the provisions of this Constitution, comma, Parliament may, comma, by standing orders, comma, regulate its own procedure. Right? So Parliament then, because we use Parliament, we use um, the standing orders to regulate our activities in the House or procedures. The new standing order, and I'll quote, I'll also go to the new standing order and also tell you what it says. It says, majority caucus means the members of the party, all parties that have the largest number of seats in the House. The next point is, majority leader means a member of parliament designated, that's the operative word, designated by the majority caucus as the leader in the House. These are the two definitions you need on the standing order. So who are the who are the, who, who forms majority caucus? Is 137 plus one, 137 MPs, right? They form the majority caucus, right? Plus the one independent candidate, right? So we designate who becomes the leader of the party, not the not the MPP uh, uh, national headquarters. 
or then be picked or okay. council. Who that true? They were the ones doing it. But the new standing orders have taken that powers away from them. Right? Okay. They give it to the members of the house. And I think rightly so, because we are colleagues, we know each other better than the people sitting at uh, party HQ or may I, or elsewhere in determining their behavior, their conduct, and all of you. You see, as leaders. So that is why uh, in the in the framers of the of the of the of the standing orders, they thought it wise that what happened to our colleagues last year when Honorable Mu, Honorable Mu Taka, Honorable Kwame Abeji, Honorable sorry Abeji, and Honorable the the news they were dropped last year. They were dropped from the front from the front bench. Now we cannot do so. Now the members must initiate. Or engineer such a move. That is what he said. So what Joe Wise did was explain because there was a whole lot of publications, you know, flying about saying that the things in leadership and all of you. It doesn't be for it doesn't do well for cohesion and stability of the of the nation's parliament. Okay. I think we can look at the numbers now. So what the what Joe Wise did today by speaking to the law or speaking to the enactment of parliament. You don't have to, he's not, he's not challenging any authority. He's just speaking to the law as it is. And the law says that we, the members of parliament, and do, so if a member of parliament is, is elected to go and legislate and pass laws, why do you then say, oh, we should allow the journalists in this country to go and pass laws? Is that your role? That's not your role. So the party has contest, that's not the role of the party has contest. Okay. To detect- so that was Eugene Boate entry. He's the member of parliament for Subing in the Ashanti region. So that was the point he's been making. So he he ag- he agrees with he agrees with um, yeah. Joe Oseusu. Yeah. So it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting situation. Mm. Um, he his views are basically defending the standing orders, which are new, mm. and we know that. A decision had been taken for the replacement to be made. Yeah. So it's basically just testing the resolve of those who oppose it. So we'll just see. Listen to Dixon Aduma Kukisi. He was pretty almost outshocked that he, <laughs> you said you were part of a press conference, but then now he's like, well, he believes in change and so, all kinds of things. He, he, I think he spoke to Sander earlier yes. in that same interview. So let's listen to this thing now. Well, let me start off by saying categorically that, you know, I'm somebody who's very much in support of reshuffles. I mean, I've been in support of it for, you know, close to two years. Um, I'm of the opinion that when we do reshuffle, it gives other people the opportunity to exhibit what they know and uh, their talent. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's too late, but sometimes it still matters. And I think that for the next eight months or so uh, that we have left, uh, it's also a good time from a stalker point of view to fill different new people to man the affairs of the government and to push us forward. And I think it's also another opportunity to relaunch the government on a on a different path of of, of some sort. So um, you know, but what came up today is clearly I, I think is a matter of uh, us waiting to hear uh, a bit more uh, in interaction with the government and the party to be certain as to uh, if what maybe some members are hearing is true or not. But uh, as it stands, I must be very clear that uh, at any point in time, 
not everybody in the majority agrees to one path or the other. But when we sit down as a caucus and, uh, you know, a decision is taken, we'll all follow what decisions are, are taken. And, and I think that, uh, uh, you know, we're ready to work with, you know, leadership, one of the party and of government, uh, to see the way forward. And we'll be in support of whatever will be in the interest of the party. As it stands now, I personally am open to any new changes if, you know, further consultation arrives at that. So I'm, I'm assuming that in the next foreseeable uh, days, the party will stay with us, or the government, the president, will stay with us. And then, you know, Jojo, we've done it before. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, eventually, you know, he, 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 you know, listened to a lot of people and made some changes. Uh, as we have witnessed within the past 10 days. So I think that uh, some things are premature. One, I haven't seen any official uh, write-up, but I think we'll welcome uh, any uh, such changes. Uh, all the people I'm even hearing are fantastic people, and I'm sure uh, members will be very ready to work with them. We'll be working with them, really. Um, so, so that's, that's, that's my take on this. So if you welcome the changes, why did you go to support the first deputy speaker to do a press conference? At which press conference he said there are no changes, it should be ignored, and the status quo remains? Well, um, let me add one key thing. I mean, uh, as a majority group, when leadership is talking, all of us, you know, when you're around, you go and stand in to show support. I mean, let me be very clear about that. And, and, and sometimes people misunderstand, you know, people misunderstand. But let me be very clear with you that, you know, we join as and when, you know, a member is making uh, a statement. Um, I, I haven't, you know, necessarily, uh, you know, made my own personal statement. But, I mean, we, we, I, I, I think one key thing he said was that there's no, no notice. And I'm sure, like I said, when we do meet, with the party and the presidency, eventually, whatever news there is will be made aware, and uh, people express their sentiments, and uh, we'll come to a happy landing, I'm sure. So, as of, the interest of the party. So, as of the time you you went to stand behind Joe Wise, you did not know what he was speaking to the press about. You just went there in solidarity because he's your leader. Oh, I I had to join. I mean, I mean, Joe Wise, is, you know, <laughs> he's somebody. No, no, so my there, so my point is that you didn't know what the agenda was. Necessary. I, I I have to be very frank with you. Uh, up until then, I didn't know. But like I said, but, it's but now, but now, but now that you've you've had the agenda, do you associate yourself with the agenda, or you dissociate yourself? I'm for you know change at any point in time. What that but means? What that, that, what that means is mm -hmm. that you are you are you are dissociating yourself from what Joe Weiss was saying at that presser. In in let me let me let me help you here. Uh, the key thing Joe said is that we haven't had any notice. That I cannot dissociate. That is true. That is a fact. Okay. Now the key thing I'm adding is the fact that as we get interaction with the party and presidency, whatever directives will be given, we'll be very you know ready to you know support. I mean that that is the key thing here. So so for you um, you're looking so essentially you're looking forward to a change in leadership. You don't mind if a change of leadership happens. Oh no 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 not at all. I mean you know these things make room for others to also grow. Uh, you know and 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 I couldn't have been in support of a change 
then and then not be in support of it now. I mean, <laughs> then that will not be, uh, you know, uh, will not be consistent. Uh, and consistent. which and which is why we've yeah. called you out because we we are surprised to see you yeah, standing. So, so I want I want people to know, uh, you know, with certainty that I believe in change, uh, and I believe that it affords people the opportunity to do more. And you know, like soccer, once you fill new people, different ideas, you know, different energy, and and uh, you know, we we're ready. I think that. What is missing, and, and maybe, unfortunately, is a dialogue with the presidency and the party, which has not happened. And, and maybe, uh, I'm hoping that, yes, uh, we will now for So, so if that has been missing, I'm sure uh, in the foreseeable days, uh, those will be, you know, corrected. Okay. And then after further discussion or engagement with the presidency and the party, uh, whatever notice the rest of the world needs to know, will be made aware. Okay, so Dr. Dixon Adumaku Amwaku Kisi Adumaku Kisi, yes, I was right. Uh, Dixon Adumaku Kisi is the member of parliament for Anyansu Jumskai. I'll say, yes, you refi now, Kofa Anyabad. But what is happening in the majority? Are we seeing cracks? Is that the proper thing? Anyabad. Well, I mean, I'm not a native speaker of the language, but what I do know is Okay, Yes, that's what I no, but I'm not a native speaker, right. so let me issue that rider. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Dr. Dixon, I don't know he's a big man. No, he's a big man. Yeah, big man. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Sky? What's happening in the majority caucus? Well, I mean, look, you remember that on Monday when I broke the news yeah. here, I made it clear that there are some legal hurdles that mm. the majority would have to clear mm. if they are to effect the changes that uh, they intend mm. to effect. And I'm not surprised that, you know, people who are being textual are keeping strictly by the books and are insisting that the rules must be respected. And those who also believe that there's still room for the party to maneuver mm. Um, are saying that, look, leave the party to do what the party knows how to do best. Because in any event, it is the party that sponsored you to parliament. But I am going to wear the two hats this morning. Mm. Because I remember that when the NDC one happened, I was very clear in my mind that we cannot have impositions from external sources, right. especially when you are dealing with people. There has to be a convergence of interest so that both sides would have some agreement as to what happens going forward. Of course, it is the party that sponsored you to parliament. Mm -hmm. So you are bound by decisions taken by the party. You need to take instructions from them and all of that. But in doing so, my concern has always been that it should not create the impression as though uh, you know, the people in parliament are basically like stooges, just rubber stamping everything. That's why there's need for discussion. Consensus. Uh -huh, for, 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 for it not to seem as though they are just mm. little boys there. You go and tell them, jump, you are, they ask you how high. You know, there should be those discussions. Mm -hmm. So what is the issue here? First of all, I'm going to mention a, no a lot of numbers. And, uh, you know, so that I, I, I make it a bit clearer for people who, who do not understand. The first thing is mm. our constitution, 1992, Article 1-2 talks about the supremacy of the Constitution. 
that the constitution is the highest law of the land anything inconsistent with it to the extent of the inconsistency is to yeah. be struck down yeah. as unconstitutional that's the first one mm. now article 2-1 empowers anybody uh, to go to court to the supreme court and say that look these people have done something which is unconstitutional intervene and strike it and including laws that are passed by parliament mm -hmm. or regulations passed by parties or uh, orders that are drawn by parliament so, so that's the second one <laughs> then you also have article 11 of the constitution which deals with the losses, the sources of laws we have in this country. Like, like, <laughs> the first one is the constitution. The second one, laws passed by parliament. Mm -hmm. Then you also have subsidiary legislations, okay. you know, uh, constitutional instruments, uh, legislative instruments. Mm. Then you also have orders. Okay. Oh, wow. Regulations. Mm. Okay. Uh, so regu the standing order is in that group. Uh -huh. mm. The standing order is within that group. Now, you find the standing order drawing its strength again from Article 110 of the Constitution mm -hmm. 1 where the constitution the framers made it clear that parliament by its own procedures or what you call it could pass regulations to you know regulate its own procedure mm -hmm. you understand so mm -hmm. that's the, the 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 fourth provision then you have article 55 of the constitution okay. 55 deals with the forming of political parties and how they are regulated mm -hmm. and when you go into the provision there there's reference to the need for political parties to do the administration of political parties in a manner that respects democratic principles. Mm. Okay? You understand? Then you move from Article 55, then you can also talk about the Article 130 authority to the Supreme Court to come in and decide certain matters and, and all of that. And then the Political Parties Act is also a bit, you know, sort of consistent with the provisions of Article 55 of the Constitution. Now, what is the issue here? The issue goes into the MPP constitution. Mm. First of all, the MPP constitution has a provision in Article 14.2, which says that when it comes to the election or the decision as to who should become the leaders of the, uh, the aside in parliament, mm -hmm. it is the decision reserved for the National Council. Mm. Now, the National Council is an institution formed under Article 10 of the MPP constitution. Mm -hmm. And the constitution makes it clear that the National Council's authority is to take decisions in between meetings of the, the, the national delegates' conferences of the party. Mm -hmm. So the highest decision-making body of the MPP is the National Delegates' Conference. Mm -hmm. And it is held annually. Now, the problem that is emerging now, you cannot call a National Delegates Congress to go and deal with it yeah. at all. Uh -huh. So the only body that can deal with the matter is the, the, the party organ given the authority to deal with the National Council. Mm -hmm. Now, the National Council, as I stated, as Article 14.2, has the authority to decide who is the leader in Parliament. Mm -hmm. But here's the catch. Mm -hmm. The Parliament of Ghana has for some time now been working on how to change the standing orders to reflect new realities. Okay. Uh, it started long before, you know, it, the, the Honorable Dua Jahu did some work on it, right? Honorable Dua Jahu did some work on it. The Honorable Papa uh, Ajasko, uh, forgive me. Um, Michael Quay. Michael Quay, <laughs> Reverend Professor Michael Quay, right, Honorable. Uh, also did some, some, some brilliant work on it. And then Honorable Bagwin, right? Honorable uh, Speaker Bagwin, tidied that look. This thing has been going on for far too long. The last time we did the review was in 2000. So let's make, you know, let's review the document. So committee put together, they worked on it, and then they adopted a new standing 
Do we know what what are the changes in the standing orders? Oh yeah, there are quite a number of. So changes. it's not just this point. No, not just this one. Okay. Now the new standing orders came into effect on the second of January, mm -hmm. two thousand and twenty-four. Mm. Now over the weekend, the MPs went to uh, Walter Serene Hotel to have some workshop to discuss what the changes are and how. <laughs> Sorry. They can be effective mm -hmm. uh, members of parliament and all of that. Now, if you look at standing order seven, which is order seven of the rules of the house, mm -hmm. in the old rule, the rule says that it is the party that has the authority mm -hmm. to this leader of, of the, the minority of or the majority. Mm -hmm. That is clear. But in this new rule, which is under order six, mm -hmm. the uh, parliament has taken the, the authority away from the parties and vested it with the caucuses. Mm. But mm. here's the catch. Mm. It is only the majority and the minority leader who are so vested. Mm -hmm. You understand? So the parties, strictly speaking, mm. can still decide who is the chief whip, mm -hmm. who is the deputy chief whip, mm -hmm. and, 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 and so forth okay. and so on. But, but when, when it, it comes, comes to, to the, the majority, majority leader and the okay. minority leader, okay. order six says that it is a rule reserved for the, the caucuses. caucuses. Okay. Because the rules are silent on who, strictly speaking, can nominate uh, Chief Whip and, and, and all of that. Okay. So, what, what's happening here? The MPP has been toying with the idea of changing their front bench for some time now. Okay. It is not anything new. Okay. Mm -hmm. It just so happens that a new set of rules in Parliament have kicked in. And given the combined effect of Article 1, 2 and all these other provisions I've read to you, strictly speaking, the provision in the MPP constitution that says that it is the party national council that has the authority to decide who is uh, the leader on the majority front bench, yeah. that strictly speaking is unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. So it is ineffective at law. You cannot use it. Because mm -hmm. of the, um, uh, the passage of the new standing orders. Exactly. Because if you look at the hierarchy of laws okay. under Article 11 of the Constitution, okay. mm -hmm. it's the Constitution followed by laws passed by Parliament. Right. You have legislative instruments right. and then rules and regulations including Green orders. Standing orders. Uh -huh. okay. So strictly okay. speaking, the orders of parliament are constitutional in character and they will supersede any party, party constitution. Right. right. So right. once there is that inconsistency, right. the one that is inferior gives way. To the superior one. Uh -huh. So in this case, Article 14.2 of the constitution of the MPP is dead. You it's subservient to the standing exactly. orders. Exactly. And so given that it's contradictory, the leader. Uh -huh. So strictly mm, speaking, the caucus must choose his leader. leader. Now, there is a creative way of getting around. Let me, let me ask you a question. If the caucus were to choose a leader, will the current leader still win? It would. It would. It, it's. It's a, a question for the gods. But it would seem that there is a, a, a serious appetite for change. Mm. From what I am seeing, from what I know, from the people I have spoken to, there is a serious hunger for change. Mm. But you can only properly test that if there After is. putting it to, the vote. to a vote and, and mm. all of that. Mm. But but I want to say something quickly. You know, the party could have gotten around this problem in two ways. But let me speak to what I believe is a better view. If you look at the NPP constitution, the National Council, as I stated, takes decisions in between national con conferences of the party. So yesterday, two days ago, they went for this meeting. You have become aware that Article 14.2 of your constitution is ineffective because of the operation of law. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the standing or the mm -hmm. superseding whatever you do. So what do you do? 
you clearly cannot engage Article 14.2. But the party constitution and Article 10 still gives you, the National Council, the authority to give directives as to what the party should do in between conferences. Mm-hmm. So easily, you are not going to impose, but mm-hmm. you are issuing a directive and Article 10 and saying that, look, we have become aware of some vacancy that has resulted from the elevation of the Honorable Sayyidam al-Hassan to mm-hmm. Minister of State. Mm-hmm. And we also believe that there is the need for a new set of brains to come to the front bench. Instead things. Exactly. Consistent with what the president recently did with, with, with ministers and deputy mm-hmm. ministers. And given that, it is our view the group of the MPP mm-hmm. should, consistent with our authority to give directives to all manner of people within the party, mm-hmm. should designate mm-hmm. okay. the following people for the following positions. Okay. Mm. You have given a directive, which you are properly so founded to do under the rules of the MPP constitution, which is not unconstitutional. Now, the issue would be whether the party members in parliament would observe or respect or execute that directive. Mm-hmm. If you go to Article 5 of the MPP constitution, one of the duties of a member of the party is to be bound and honor the decisions of the party mm. and the party leadership. Mm. And therefore, the moment you invoke Article 10, mm-hmm. the authority to issue directives, mm-hmm. And then, therefore, issue directives. The expectation, legitimate expectation, will be that every law-abiding MPP member will be bound by that decision by reason of Article 5 of their constitution. You understand? So then, the group in parliament cannot now say that, hey, why are you giving directives? Because you are so properly founded to do that. Under the Article 55 of the Ghanaian constitution. Why I agree with you, I think the challenge we'll face is no, no, I've not finished. Let me, oh, let me okay. just finish so that. You, okay. Uh-huh. So, what then will happen is it is no longer the job of the party leadership to now communicate that decision to the speaker. What then will happen is that, consistent with Article Five of the MPP Constitution, and in line with Order Six <laughs> of the Standing of the Orders of Parliament, what the, the the party leadership in Parliament will simply do is that okay. The party has directed us to do this. Mm-hmm. And Article 5, we cannot object to what they are doing because if we do that, we will be disrespecting the party. Mm. So what do we do? Let us together write a letter that, or maybe designate somebody to write a letter. We will all sign it mm-hmm. or that one person will sign it for and behalf of the caucus and forward the same mm. to the speaker. So in this case, although strictly speaking, it is the party that is guiding the process Ultimately, it is the party in parliament that is now taking the decision to designate because the party has provided a direction. It is your job to to Your law is solid and I don't even want to go there at all. For me, I think one of the questions you need to answer is what is the feeling within the majority caucus? Do they want want new Usually, people who are opposed talk more than those who support. This is the problem in Ghana. Mm -hmm. So, Ghana, until you feel excluded, you don't talk. (laughs) You see? And so, I feel like we are not sure. Look, Sky, yesterday, Suhini said he believes that what is happening is the Ashanti group not wanting to give the thing to Apenyo Makin. Because Mm -hmm. we know that Apenyo Makin is the deputy majority leader and it's very clear he was the guy they were going to give the thing to. Mm. Now, don't forget, MPP has 137 members of parliament and then there's an independent. Ashanti region has 43 constituencies, of which NDC holds three. 
So there are about 40 Ashanti MPs. Now, we can't assume that they are all on one side. But the way Suhini presents the matter, mm -hmm. it seems to suggest some ethnic considerations. Mm. That's what he's presenting. In fact, maybe, in fact, let me not say it. You can yeah. listen to him. Yes. We there we go. So I'm trying to say that whilst all the things guys are saying is true and a party can do what they want to do, if there is a division in the majority side on what they want to do, it will still not work because yeah. it, you need to have a certain meeting of minds yeah. that we think this is the time to do this change. Hold on. And I don't, I'm not sure mm. if there is that unanimity in the group because Joe Wise is a No, 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 Bernard. I mean, it will be foolhardy for anybody to say that everybody is happy. The reason people are talking is that they believe that they are fine with the leadership they have. Okay. And so it should be kept that way. But the question of whether the majority of them believe so. the same is an entirely different matter and but that's, where I'm, that's where i'm going i'm saying that we don't know you see what i'm trying to say is that we there isn't an overwhelming i don't get the sense that it's an overwhelming support for this mm. i don't get for that the sense change because you would have had some other mps i mean dixon adumaku is not the guy you want to use to say that you want change right then pp has 137 members of parliament some of them have been in parliament for many many years dixon is a first time mp why is he the only guy saying that he supports the change you see what i can also tell you close to the situation is that there are people who believe that this is not a time to come and be having battles on radio as to whether there should be a change or not by close of this evening we will know whether there is a change or not. And if it comes to a vote, we'll know the outcome. The point that I want to make is that, look, the MPP is a party that believes in the rule of law, or so we are told all the time. If you go with fidelity to the standing orders of parliament, it is not the job of the party leadership to, do that in to decide who gets to be leader in parliament that is clear mm. can the party suggest yes that, that's, that's why i said that a creative way of dealing with it is to invoke the authority to give directive with directive strictly speaking if you disobey consequences will flow from mm. you understand but for some reason when the matter was supposed to have been engaged at the party neck and then also national council it didn't when it got to that point it was on the agenda mm. our information is that the president, for some reading, said that, look, let's keep it. Hmm. So at the neck, it was kept. And at the National Council, again, it was kept. Now, our sources tell us that the reason the president, who uh, is an overbearing authority within the party, although the leader is clearly the vice president, hmm. it, it did that, was that there was an earlier meeting between the Honorable Oseichi Mensabonsu, mm -hmm. a distinguished lawmaker by any stretch of imagination and the president that was before monday's meeting okay hours before monday's meeting and at that meeting the president reportedly raised the matter of thinking about effecting changes to the majority front bench and thinking that the honorable say chairman sabonsu should be replaced by his deputy and some other people now, our understanding is that at that meeting, the Honorable Osei Chairman Sabosu raised the issue of the standing orders and makes it clear that, look, um, the rules now do not allow the party to sort of... Yes, you can't do that. You, you can't do that. do that. You can't do that. So what should happen, properly so-called, is to leave the caucus to do to that. Um, another way of dealing with it is to have a meeting with the caucus and explain what you want to do to them. 
if they are amenable then they will go with the but, thing but i that. think the question we need to ask is why do they want to make the change because you see sky don't forget that the background to this was that the general secretary of the mpp mm. publicly told the press can, let me just finish. Uh, no, oh, no, hold on. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm on your point okay. that the mm. president should do a reshuffle. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the, the body language from what we saw mm -hmm. was the president was not even willing to do a reshuffle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So why will he all of a sudden be the guy who is now interested in even reshuffling parliament's leadership? Do you get it? it yeah. the, the impression we get yeah. was that the president did the reshuffle against his own will. That it was the new guys who said, look, there the are too party. many spent people in this yeah. thing who are not giving their part. In fact, the general secretary was very clear. But I, I thought so he my, was my, speaking to the ministers, like no, but reshuffle no, for ministers. Yes, I'm coming. So yeah. if the president was reluctant about reshuffling his ministers, yes. mm. Why will you all of a sudden now be telling the, the majority one, leader that I want to change? Be a no, no, on your bed. I, I get your point. I get your point. For someone who has not who has been, not been very amenable to, to a reshuffle of his own ministers. government for seven years, then I he's now it. saying that it's a reshuffle parliament. Why? Bernard, you see, so, so let's, let's, let's put it this way. Mm -hmm. There have been intervening developments. But the fact as we know mm -hmm. is that the issue of effecting changes to the front bench has been on the cuts for some time long before the new standing orders came into effect mm -hmm. so properly so what was the reason what was the thinking is it that chase spent force is tired is it that there's a need for new energy i mean is it that because ndc has changed it's also changed the, the, what was the what was the was the all of these things have been claimed that look there's the need for a fresher force on the majority front bench especially after the Honorable Osei Chairman Sabonsu, a respected figure, let me make that point, had said that he was no longer going to seek re-election. So there was this view that, oh, if the man is not coming back to Parliament, Let's perhaps you need someone who has been understanding him or somebody else and has to a come, stake in the next exactly, life in, of Parliament. Exactly. Mm. To be able to take over and assert the MPP's uh, authority. And position in Parliament. Yeah, so that view has been boiling yeah. boiling for some mm. time except that if you speak to people within mm -hmm. the view was that look do you want to really rock the boat now mm. first of all you have not even had presidential primary elections mm -hmm. in the mpp so please, at that time uh -huh, so why not deal with that that was done okay um then people primaries started talking about happened. it again then the okay. issue was that oh okay. parliamentary primaries you've okay. not done that yet okay. why not deal with that okay. so that was done the same issues also guided the president's apparent resistance mm. to the idea of effecting changes to his government. So all these things haven't been done now. And the view being taken by many people is that, look, this election, according to the MPP people, is an election about parliament. That's the view that many people take. They take the view that, for some reason, they believe that the, the vice president, who is the presidential flag, the flag bearer of the party, cannot on his own steam, that's the view some people take as to whether it's true. Okay. They take the view, cannot on his own steam mm -hmm. lead the party overwhelmingly to victory because of so many issues. So what you should do ideally is to empower the party candidates in parliament and those outside to actually fight on the ground to bring okay. the votes for the party. Okay. So the first part, of course, should be strengthening the majority bench so that they can actually lead the line for the MP. Is on. it the case hold that... On, on, mm, how does the leadership of parliament yes. influence the campaign on the ground? Okay, so there, there, there are those who say all kinds of things. But, you see, 
You see, no. because I'm asking, let me explain a question. You see, <laughs> what you are, what they, what they are, I understand when you say that yeah. they want parliament to sharpen the attack. Yeah, but you are in government, so you, what attack are you sharpening? That's number one. Number two, you are talking about elections. Mm. So whether you change the leader or not, in fact, the argument could be that mm. if you even make somebody who has a stake in the next election leader, yeah. you are going to give him double focus. Get me? Because if you want Apeji Makin to win his seat, what is he doing every day as leader? Why does why don't you rather let him go and campaign in uh, Winneba and allow allow the allow the see so my, my point is that maybe the, the, the reason for the change has not been articulated. And then we as citizens should also ask ourselves what is our benefit? Because we are sitting here and our interest is will they police the books? I would say, mm. and this is maybe a controversial point, mm. between now and end of the term. Mm. A lot of bills come which sometimes go under the radar. Yeah. If somebody has a divided attention in wanting to retain his seat in a closed seat, you don't want that guy necessarily to be the one leading the charge. You want somebody who's on his way out, who has nothing to do but to fight for Ghana. Mm. To get it so you can, it's a counterintuitive. But say, okay, the argument also is that no, see, I went to this guy. You can't look contested. No, hold on. It is. Wait. You see, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. Give me, give me a minute. Okay. The, is it, the light of the body is the eye. Mm-hmm. If your eye is single, your whole body is full of light. Mm-hmm. I am saying that. Mm-hmm. We have a few MPs who have nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Give them the work and say, your service to the party and the country between now and December is to make sure we are able to push through whatever agenda we have in parliament yeah. or whatever we have to do. Yeah. For both NDC and MPP. For people like James Aveji, look at him yeah. on the public accounts but, committee. He's on his way out. He's doing a great job. Yeah. He knows this is my last service I'm going yeah. to do. You see, but what you so I'm, I'm coming on. Uh-huh. So if, if uh, it's, a, it's a counterintuitive point, just okay. relax. Okay. Che is not going to be going to contest against anybody in Siami. He has time on his hands. Yes. You have an election to fight. Oh, maybe he has other ambitions. So why don't you give him the chance to get his legacy, to say, this is my this is my time. Let, let me go out with a flourish. Yeah, man. Let me prevent unnecessary. Yeah, man. Do you get it? Uh, so why do you want to encumber somebody who has to campaign on the ground? Because your your argument is that you want people who on the ground I'm not making an argument. I'm wait, telling wait, you wait. about what okay, the view. The, okay, the argument that has been articulated by the people that you are talking yeah. about, mm-hmm. even in the ministerial, we've heard people say that the new ministers are guys who the president wants to help to win their seats. We've heard that yeah. because most of them are either in closely contested seats or they are they need so to be strengthened and there's a view that if you're a minister you get resources so, and, and, and these mm. things for somebody who's into um media public policy governance it troubles me mm. that we are appointing people allegedly mm-hmm. because we haven't on the basis that i want to help them to win elections or you want to get resources mm. i mean is this how ghana's business should be run so if you are not going to go into parliament to go and do the same thing mm-hmm. if you want to do that why don't you rather say the work of parliament is hard enough mm-hmm. So for somebody who's unencumbered, for somebody who knows on his way out, mm. you can say he doesn't have a stake. Just give but him the free you can, you can, you can, you can say, look, we are giving you, you have eight months to go. Mm. We will be busy fighting elections on the ground. So you rather go and do the parliament work. Why do you want to now go and take someone who's busy looking for votes mm-hmm. to now go and do parliament unless what he does in parliament can affect his votes, which I doubt because elections are on the ground and parliament is a busy place with lots of work. So, so why are you now going to suggest mm. a change mm. To the minority majority front bench yeah. to now bring in people who are rather busier yeah. to now go and run this thing when they have to help somebody campaign. I, the whole thing doesn't make any sense to me. So, Sky, so, so, yeah. so, so Sky, help us um, make yeah, sense yeah. of this because okay. you have so 10 again, months to go, right? Yeah, again. Why the need to change the leadership? So, again, the majority side? per what we have been picking up. Precisely. 
You see, I I like the passion with it, with with Bernard made his submission, but Bernard is forgetting that Kwame Nkrumah once said that what mm-hmm. you get the political freedom first, right? And all other things would be added onto it. So, for instance, okay. first. Uh-huh. So you win the election first, mm. right? Mm. You yes, we can talk development and all of that, mm-hmm. but in the absence of political power, there you cannot even implement your agenda. Yeah. So, for some reason, the people who are leading the line take the view that, look, they believe there is the need for their attack to be sharpened. Okay. They believe that. And, and the people we hear speak on the matter, they, they take the view that, yes, the Honorable State Chairman, a brilliant legislator, he's done his part for eight years in opposition. He was solid, accounted for his time in a profound and a truly professional way, put the NDC on the ropes, for eight good years. So what has he done? Hold on. After that, he became the majority leader. And again, he has discharged his responsibility. For four years, he led the line for the majority in parliament. Supported by Adwa Safu of Domiku Abenya. After that, a new election brought together a parliament that is unrecognizable. Mm. Close numbers. And we saw that play out on the very first day, supported by Alexander Penyo Marking, who together they have been able to do some of the most impossible things done under this particular Republican constitution. Because ideally, you would have expected that if we were going by the numbers alone, it would have been impossible to pass ministers for the administration of state. They would have thrown everything out, right? Mm-hmm. But the two of them together with the rest in leadership money to get ministers in office Mm -hmm. other people supreme court justices and all of that they were able to do that Mm. now some people take the view that look um he's done his deal yeah okay and that they believe that he has nurtured a younger uh, legislator so that he should take over he in the next parliament what will a leadership change now yeah in parliament for the MPP as a party because it looks like it's a party thing they want to do. Yeah. When I listen to the people in parliament, they are saying there's nothing like that. Now, Joe Wise is the Some first deputy speaker. Yes. Some of the people. He says, he says, he says, he says we haven't even con- he said, listen, Joe Wise contemplated. He said, we, are, yeah, we haven't even thought about it. Too. You see, you see. So, my question, hold on. The question is, uh, what does the party stand to gain yes. by make unless Chairman's has become personal non grata, unless he's lost favor and somebody thinks that he wants to let him leave? Mm. I don't see any objective benefit mm. for doing a parliamentary because a parliamentary change is not the same as a, a, an executive change and mm. i'm not saying i don't like the guy who's bringing the brought in order yeah. i'm just trying to say yeah. when i look at the whole thing Wh- why the hate? ndc people had a position yeah. they were saying Jim, uh, and when i was, was very clear he told sand that it's an election of is a and he even said that this election like, when they look at economics. the economics when they look at the mix no, he said two things yeah. said number one casiel mm. is the economic guy yes mm. And this election is on the economy. Economics. So they want the, the, the debate on the economy to take the forefront. So yeah. they're bringing Kaziel. Yeah. Um, Kofi Bauer was deputy and energy minister in the past. Mm. Energy is an economic sector. Yeah. 
Of course, Avedi is strong as a whatever, no. but Avedi is not returning. So but that was not the reason I'm coming, why they I'm, 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 I'm finished. I'm, li- I'm quoting as you don't no, I'm telling you that no, was not I, the reason it, the no, changes were made. No, it's, don't stop. Stop. I'm saying that. Uh-huh. I'll give you the reasons. I've not finished. Uh, the one they articulated. Stop. Okay. Stick and it. I'm also articulating uh, what these people are saying. Minor motive. You disagree with me. Articulating the minor motive. I said that gave us two reasons. Okay. I'm saying reason one was the economy. So he said we brought in. Kaziel, yeah. Boa, and Agboja mm. because of the economy. economy. Then number the two, mm-hmm. he said because of the mix-up ethnicity. He said mm. it. He, he didn't say it. And he I'm said saying... it. I'm coming. He said that. Mm-hmm. The other reason was that they wanted a better balance because <laughs> the candidate is from the north. Mm. So they brought a central region guy, mm. a western region guy, and a voter guy yeah. to keep that mix. For the past three elections, I'm then, Dramani Mahama has always been the flag bearer. No of the party. I'm saying that. Oh, wait, let me finish. You, 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 Sorry. I'm saying that. You, 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 I'm saying that. Okay, okay, so I'll put off your microphones. No, you all should see what's happening in the studio. Guys, wait. You and I know that you can articulate let me finish <laughs> i am not denying that i am saying that the yeah. man you see you, you don't get me i'm saying yeah. that jena mosquito at least in the interview yeah. told us yes. the reason uh-huh. and that's what we can run with. where we are now mpp hasn't told us anything i'm that's what i'm saying but that. i'm telling you, you know, you're, what you are telling me you don't believe what i'm telling you no i'm not all, not all. <laughs> I mean, no wait, i'm hold, in hold, your parliamentary correspondent so what i'm telling you no relax what you are telling me has not really answered my i'm saying that when we ask ndc yeah. why you are changing they your tell leaders, us their reasons the man gave us two reasons yeah. you can say that there are minor motives mm. and there was an particular major motive of saying that they felt that haruna was not leading the way they wanted yeah. All right, yeah. but even that was a deep and popular decision in parliament. Yeah. Mm. All right, but they still did it. Mm-hmm. Now there's a new standing order that even prevents the party MPP from doing that. Uh-huh. So I'm saying that they, they haven't even come to give the not even asso. I don't know if an ordinary MPP member knows, knows why. why they want to do this thing. But, but I can so tell if, you. So if then the reason is not clear, and the reason you are trying to to adduce based on what they've said to you. Mm-hmm. When I look at the election and I look at all the issues, it doesn't add up. Yeah. But, but because if I'm just an objective observer of MPP, yeah. I don't see why on earth removing chairmans will help you in yeah. any way. Yeah. Unless okay. he's oh, losing oh, the fight in parliament Benna. Benna. and you want a stronger... So, so Sky, the question is... Let me deal with something before okay, you good. You see, let us not be fooled by what parties tell us publicly. There are reasons why decisions are made by the party and they have good reasons for making them. Mm-hmm. Those decisions may be unpopular, mm. but they stick with them. I can tell you a million and one reasons as to why what the general secretary said would not have been the actual reason why the Honorable Riz- uh, Haruna oh, yeah, Ibisu and his colleagues are to leave. There are, there are, there deeper are reasons. deeper reasons, yeah. but yeah. what has been articulated <laughs> is the, it's the a beautiful, oh, one. beautiful yeah. we want mix, 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 mix. Okay. But if you stick to the party people, yeah, they know the real their reasons. reasons. Of course, nobody should pretend that there have not been issues between the president presently and, and the, the majority. majority. <laughs> okay. No, 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 okay. no, 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 that pretense okay. is not there. Okay. But nobody has so there come are out. Issues. There, nobody has come out to say that. So Jubilee House is not exactly happy with his leadership. I'm not. It, that's not for me to confirm. Yeah, okay. That, okay. That's what for the party people to okay. decide. Okay. As to whether they are being fair to him, okay. those are other matters. Okay. Or as to whether the majority leader is being for inarticulate major. What I know. What I know, which we have heard. Is that they want to sharpen the attack? Oh, that they say they want to sharpen so the, attack. the attack is not sharp enough, and they want younger people okay. to come in. Yeah. 
and they believe that there are people who have learnt the ropes mm. and those people mm. must come on board because they have a skin in the next elections they would actually lead the line the second thing is yes. that we hear that the honorable say chairman sabonsu mm-hmm. is being considered for the noble role of vice presidential oh running mate running, exactly. running mate for exactly. that is also oh, there on okay. the table okay. that he is among the people being considered together with ah. others and he's a respected legislator and ideally should be actually the leader of the party many people believe that he should be the man leading the line but of course all kinds of things come together to make someone else the flag bearer so that is one then there is another discussion that okay which we hear mm. that he would be the person responsible for putting the mpp manifesto together so that's a lot of work that that is a lot of work that will require you to travel to every single constituency listen to what people are saying the concerns they have why they believe the mpp hasn't performed you know the way he promised he was going to perform and what they, and what they can do to turn around the situation okay that would re- involve a lot of and that they want the person to be on the road okay follow the candidates mm. listen to the people come back and then put together a document that will be persuasive enough to get right. Ghanaians behind it. Okay. Now, that is well, another three, reason. Three reasons. And then also, of course, there are uh, issues which I said that he's not returning to the house and then he could advise from behind mm-hmm. the scenes and, and all of that. Bernard said something. Voice. I want to play something for you before Samen starts. I want to play something for you. Listen. We are fed up and they can kill us. Why? To use your position. The society becomes the society becomes discriminated and forced into abysmal decadence. If you think he has done something wrong, why don't you take him to court? Articulating a minor motive against an inarticulate major motive. The articulating a minor motive, I'll tell you, you are importing fake jobs. But the inarticulate major motive, the inferior motive, the wicked motive, the hidden motive is that you are a political opponent. Killers, why to use your position? The society becomes the society becomes discriminated and forced into abysmal decadence. If you think he has done something wrong, why don't you take him to court? Articulating a minor motive against an inarticulate major motive. The articulating a minor motive, I'll tell you, you are importing fake jobs, but the inarticulate major motive the inferior motive the wicked motive the hidden motive is that you are a political opponent Aha, so that's the issue of motives whether it's articulate inarticulate yeah, major motive wicked motive yeah. <laughs> so yeah we'll wait to see they say we, yeah. have to, we have 24 hours to see yeah so, so yeah so, um, so we, we are cool yeah. i think we understand what you've said uh-huh. so the the point the point on. to make really mm. is and and to conclude <laughs> is that look the mpp say they are a party that believes in development and freedom mm. and they believe in going by the rules mm-hmm. the rules are clear mm. If for some reason, and you have very persuasive reasons for that to effect a change, observe fidelity to the rules. The people who should make the decision are the caucus. So, if we would take constructive engagement to get the caucus behind the existing leaders or the proposed 
incoming leaders that should happen mm -hmm. there should be a discussion around it if it has to be a vote mm -hmm. that vote should be taken mm -hmm. and we should know because public uh, political parties are public institutions mm -hmm. that is why we are always interested in what's happening and what they do mm -hmm. and the courts have said so so it is important that if it comes down to it today we are told you'll be meeting at 7 p.m at the banquet hall with the president of the republic we hope that it will be a meaningful meeting there'll be an opportunity for people to vent express their their their, their whatever they want to express and ultimately if it is the will of the majority that they should have a change let that be clearly pronounced if yeah. it is their will that they want to maintain the current set yeah. and fill the vacancy yeah. let them do we that by close of day to, tomorrow yeah. we I should I know what's to, happening welcome to the show and i wanted to yeah. do a quick interview with dr rashid Rahman. okay you know i'm just stressing you i just wanted to play that voice <laughs> <laughs> you know that, that by the way that thing happened during the tobinko crisis yes yes when a former a staff of tobinko said that there was a a minor, minor motive, motive that there's but <laughs> yeah, there's a big but the inarticulate the major the wicked now dr rashid rahman is um with the parliamentary center and we usually talk to him when it comes to parliament just a couple of thoughts around what's going on in the mpp uh front bench the interview granted by the deputy speaker the seeming support of some part of the ashanti caucus any lessons from the ndc one and the change in standing orders and what all of this means for parliamentary independence. Doc, thanks for joining us. I'm sure these are interesting times and this is an interesting case study for parliamentary independence, isn't it? Yes, indeed, Bernard. And uh, I've been following your your conversation. Look, I think at the end of the day, um, I mean, let's, let's be clear. Uh, nobody can take away the role of a political party in deciding who leads his group in parliament, I mean, standing orders, provision or not. I think at the end of the day, once you carry the symbol of the party and you go into parliament, I mean, the party and the caucus would always have a conversation and at the end of it all come to an agreement based on what they want to achieve uh, as, I mean, their legislative agenda. And then on that basis, decide, I mean, at least the decision is joint in terms of who leads the party in parliament. I mean, for me, uh, I'm just surprised that the MPP has not learned any lesson from what happened within the NDC last year. Why should Honorable Oseche Mensa Bonsu, who has done so much for, you know, this party, I mean, our parliament and our country be treated like this. Just like how Haruna just woke up without any consultation. I mean, if you want to change him, uh, have a conversation. Uh, I hear Richard Sky and some of your colleagues talking about, uh, look, he has a bigger role. I mean, he's going to have a bigger role in the party, maybe vice president and so on. That is all fine. But these are people that we have elected. And I think if we say parliament is a symbol of our democracy, where we are all told that some of the core tenets of democracy are participation, inclusiveness, transparency in decision-making, I think they have to lead the charge in, in showing Ghanaians and showing us that, you know, we believe in these principles. 
But if we see some kind of opaque way of doing things, uh, I believe if there was consultation, if there was, you know, discussion between the party and the caucus, we could have avoided all this uh, noise. And like you rightly said, Bernard, they are blaming the media. But who puts that item on the agenda in the first place? Let me get you so straight. So you're thinking that the way the issue of the majority leadership was put on the agenda for the meeting and the way the matter is being speculated on in the media sort of amounts to a mistreatment of chairman, huh? is, is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's my view, Bernard. That's my view. Because, you see, I mean, people have tried to interview him in the last 24 hours. He says, no comment. Uh, they should go ahead and so on and so forth. And then, look, if you look at, you know, make a very quick comparison between what happened uh, in the NDC case and what is happening now. Uh, you know, it looks like the caucus is divided because it's like, I mean, the deputy leader is going to replace the leader. Fine. But I think that what are the processes that went into this? I mean, if the leaders, you know, have a meeting where they informed it gives an impression that there is one camp that supports uh, uh, the deputy leader, another camp supports honorable association support. So for me, I think for people like him who have given their all and have done a lot of great work for this country and for parliament, you know, if we want to change them, at least that's... So what would have been a better way of doing this as a, a party or from a good governance perspective? Is that... What, what, what do you think they should have done? No, I think, Bernard, what I, I think they should have done, first of all, is to have a meeting, the party and the caucus, and say, look, maybe for A, B, C reason, I hear it's a sky talk about the role that maybe the caucus is going to play in elections, which is a difficult argument for me to I mean, really understand. But, you know, have a meeting, the caucus and the party, and put out all the reasons for which, I mean, there's a need for a change. Like we said, in the case of the NDC, we had, look, we want to put our best economic foot forward, and so on. I mean, again, that also is an argument that... Uh, uh, sometimes it's problematic. But a conversation like that, and then at the end of it all, there will be people who disagree. I mean, there will be people who will agree. But I think if they deepen consultation, they would come up with some agreement. And that way, when a decision is made or when these things come out into the public domain, we don't see the kind of reaction. Uh, the swift reaction that we saw from no less a person than the Deputy Speaker of Parliament. I think it's quite disturbing. And for me, they say they want to break the eight. The number one ingredient for breaking the eight, I think, is unity. If they lose that and they have their caucus divided, uh, I think they might as well forget uh, this whole mantra of breaking the age. So thank you for your insights, uh, Dr. Rashid Rahman. Um, would, would, would come back in studio to wrap this up. Yes. Um, it's still on the City Breakfast show and it, it seems as if there are many, many different reasons yeah. for this. And I think what, one of the things <laughs> that I agree with is that 
the NDC did this and it was, a, it was a bit rough. In fact, it was described as a coup. Yeah. All right. And what this guy has not denied is that the, the, the rush, and I still use the word rush, to pass the standing orders was an attempt to prevent the type of thing happening in this vamping MPP. This is my first novel because no, yeah. the way they they went to quickly pass those standing orders, no. which is one of which one of which the key yeah. point was that <laughs> the leadership cannot be changed no, 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 except no. by the caucus. Yes, it, 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 I think it was like the the. You can you to can, protect no, the no, no, house resistance yeah. army. Yes, it was yeah. like the parliament was saying. That's what I'm saying. That the lost resistance. That's what they went to do. No, you see, let's be fair to parliament. I had I sat here and said that the process of reviewing the standing orders started long before the NDC problems happened. In fact, it was a matter that the right honourable Doa Jahud for parliament. Professor Michael Kui, I said that here, mm -hmm. also dealt with it. Mm -hmm. It was the honorable, right honorable Bagwin who decided that, look, this thing has been traveling for far too long. So it wasn't rushed Exactly. I mean, previous speakers had even considered that, oh, the 2000 standing orders needed a review because mm -hmm. when, when the MPs met at Volta Serene, there was a long history given by the speaker himself about how these standing orders came to be. Mm -hmm. That they were simply taken from... The previous so you are saying it wasn't rushed? Uh, so, so the, I, I don't the believe... That do no, no, no. Why is it that only Sadly, general, you know... Giddy, no, giddy, giddy, because, giddy. Uh, you know, hey. because at some point institutions... By the way, what are the, top, what are the top three changes in the standing orders? So we know. Okay, so, so far, it's only this one that we will hear. So we for instance, the Supreme Court gave a decision concerning a case that I took to court uh -huh. and which uh, Justice Abdullah subsequently uh, got a decision on. Yes. Exactly. That decision said that if a, a vice... Uh, what they call a deputy speaker is presiding mm -hmm. he still retains his right mm -hmm. to vote mm -hmm. on matters on the exactly mm -hmm. that is now in the standing orders of parliament they have embedded that because the supreme court struck down the offensive you know rule mm -hmm. that would give the impression that deputy speakers did not have a vote mm -hmm. so that's one of them another is also to ensure that heads of government institutions previously the uh, what they call a constitutional body so for instance previously Electoral Commission chairperson cannot go to Parliament, strictly speaking, and answer questions on the floor. No. Yeah, except in cases where she's addressing the committee mm. of the whole and mm. all of that. Mm. Now, the amendments meant that the, uh, what's the name, Jean Mensah, can go before Parliament, as ministers do, sit in the chair, be invited to ask questions. She'll be asked questions, she'll go back and sit down. Okay. Uh, institutions like the NCCE, uh, mm -hmm. all these institutions, right. they can now properly go before the House. Right. That's very good, actually. The IGP. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's, very, very uh -huh. that's another one. Mm -hmm. And then also, for instance, uh, previously there were issues about, uh, what was the name, uh, the, the number of committees. Mm -hmm. The Finance Committee, for instance, was dealing with almost everything concerning the economy. Mm -hmm. You understand? And they thought that no, we need yes. So we need to actually deconstruct uh, the issues they deal with, so that we can allocate mm -hmm. some of their responsibility to some, some other, other committees. committees. So mm -hmm. that has been done. So the number of committees have been increased, okay. and then also the numbers on the committees have been reduced in some cases. So you can have more effective smaller committees. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So so mm -hmm. there have been sweeping reforms to make parliament but the last one the last one the was this one yeah but so one. so i would not i would not <laughs> i would not i would not yeah, respond yeah. to the, the last claim that one. it's, it's no, it so was not right in my response <laughs> 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 
and then and then and then finally uh, uh, dr yeah. draman said something yeah you see the the truth is that the truth is that the the council meeting was supposed to have provided an avenue for a discussion of this matter yes please because the council is made up of people from parliament the neck also has people from the parliament also in those yeah. uh, what do you call it meetings so if they had discuss the matter of course the reasons i believe will most likely have been shared there unfortunately uh, in their own wisdom they decided not to deal with it and to now afford an opportunity to discuss the matter at this evening's meeting for some reason the mps who held their press conference yesterday thought that it was in their interest and proper which they were entitled to do i believe mm -hmm. held a press conference yesterday to deny that there were talk or there were there were issues about possible changes mm. so the impression should not be created that oh um the media the, the, i think the suggestion was yes made they, that they, they were yeah. claiming that like we the, the story is a media creation but no. that's not true no there that's were the, 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 the forum to discuss it, it. was on the paper it was on <laughs> it the was paper on the so, so so clearly there would have been a discussion mm. except that that opportunity has been moved to today and hopefully when they go to that meeting there will be a discussion mm -hmm. and the decision will be made. Whatever it is, I insist that the rules must be properly observed. Okay. The standing orders hold sway. So if they would have to put it to a vote, let them put it to a vote. The impression should not be created that, oh, they, they want to treat this person bad. Or, you know, all these people have served the party in a very fine way. Mm. And there should not be disrespect to mm. any of them. I believe they deserve better than that. So let's join us now, and uh, no, I've been here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you join us now with your with your thoughts exactly because now. No, I think yeah. me, I have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to add. <laughs> I, I, I think. Look, this is a political um, um, establishment, yeah. and it's it's a combination of several things. Mm. A combination of several things. Um, the majority leader has been leader for several years mm. and it will be curious and I wonder why a party of this nature will not have a succession plan um, there are questions there are questions about how they want to go about it which will not sit well with everybody mm. but the fact that it will get to a point which some consider that point um, is now mm. that there has to be a changing of the baton. Mm. Um, I don't think that by itself is a problem. Okay. It's the how. How it goes and about it. The nature and the makeup of the media today um, makes some of these, our institutions, very vulnerable. Mm. And how information gets into the system and is processed. Mm. You understand? I mean, I can say that 15 years back, this issue would not have been such oh. a big deal mm. but once it, it drops into the media people process it differently mm. and it means different things to different people right. and so the reaction we right. are seeing right. but like sky said tonight they meet they take a decision we all move on mm. i think the most critical thing is how to get the economy back on track yeah. you understand fact, whichever configuration the mpp comes out with it's mm. in pursuit of a certain agenda yeah Look, the world is burning. UK is burning. They are officially in recession. US is burning. South Africa, Doomsaw, part three. 
the plant is in, in deep waters. Mm. So what I'm saying is that we are not in normal times. Yeah. <laughs> we are not. We spend precious at we, yeah, we, we, I mean, we, yeah, we it's okay to discuss. <laughs> I'm only saying yeah. that we should not lose sight of the, the, bigger, end, the, bigger, the picture. bigger picture. Mm. That look, whatever MPP wants to do yeah. so that they build, which will end them good value, yeah. they should do it. Only that they should not sidestep the main, issues. the main issues and also the structures that they themselves have put yeah okay so how is it done who does what first mm -hmm. who has to be consulted mm -hmm. you know and for whatever is worth they should up their game on the issue of consultation okay who they have to consult mm. well look the media is so hungry for information and i'm i'm talking about both structured media and unstructured media the thing drops now is everywhere within first, minutes. First. If mm. you are in, if you are using any of these uh, news if, uh, uh, dissemination uh, 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 app, uh, uh, Phoenix, and all these things, within the shortest possible, that thing is everywhere. Mm. So you know, back in the day when we used to do uh, Charlie, let's kill this story. Oh. 2024, you can't kill any story, whether it's true or not. It's like an eel. When you divide it, it becomes more. Yeah. <laughs> the more you, you try know, to kill it, the more you so multiply. The politicians should understand the nature of the media today so that everything that they want to do or everything that comes out must be very well thought through. Mm. Because once it hits, it's like something hitting the fan. It's fresh. That's true. Um, so, a uh, very interesting conversation with the majority side of the uh, parliament and the New Patriotic Party as well. Samens has joined us, Bernard and Sky here as well with Nathan. Now, I'll bring you very quick announcements. We'll continue and bring in some of your thoughts as well. So, um, so now here's the thing you need to start the new year with easy and secure movement with sg ghana right so you need to get reliable motor insurance and receive free fuel for your car buy or renew your sound drive insurance with sg ghana from now till 31st march and get free fuel of up to 500 ghana cities for your trips it's time to hit the road with reliable insurance and free fuel visit any sg ghana branch today and get the cover you need for your car plus free fuel to take Take your place. A sound drive plan is underwritten by Alliance Insurance and C's Apply. Societe General, the future is you. Now click and grill intends to spread the love throughout the month. Call in to order any tasty chicken and get an extra chicken for free. All the restaurants test tasty chicken is sourced from its farm right here in Ghana with its zero import policy. The freshness, uh, traceability and sustainability of its chicken is guaranteed. Thinking of healthy meals to be uh, to add to a healthy lifestyle, call us on 0533 to make a selection from uh, Chic and Grill's tasty options. Follow us on Instagram at Chic and Grill. Chic spelled C-H-I-Q. And That's right. That's chicken right. Grill. Yeah. You know when you do it with um, Chick fried yam? Oh, Chicken Grill. When you do it with fried yam. <laughs> you know the one that they... It's not the grilled but chicken or the fried chicken. Are these the people who, who gave us, uh, who supported us for um, yep. um, situation? Situation. Yeah, yeah. Are they the people? Yeah. Chicken yeah. grill, yes. Yeah. Charlie, they are chicken. Yeah. They go on. You know, for the longest time yeah. in my life, I had no, I had never tasted. You know, chicken. You have to taste something. 
No, I had, I had even forgotten about the taste of chicken <laughs> until I, until, I, I'm telling you, until I ate their chicken. Are you serious? And I said, ah, is the one, is the one, is the one, is the major. This is the one. It's so nice. I went to buy some from Osu. It's very nice. It is good. It's very nice. We fried them. Fried them. And then the sauce was good. Oh, Charlie, yeah. the chicken with apalanchi. <laughs> with apalanchi, apalanchi and chicken. <laughs> oh, Papa Sam. All a move, man. Same as champion Kabolic soap, probably known as Guardian soap. Now, as four Ghana cities for one bar, Unilever Ghana's champion Kabolic soap is and how it's always been your skin's guardian against germs that cause most uh, skin diseases. No need to wait, grab your champion Kabolic soap now at only four Ghana cities, as widely available at all major retail shops and local convenience stores near you. Champion Kabolic. Uh, Guardian Dada Noir Nathan has some more. Well, talking about someone's talking about you know Apalanche and yeah. all of that. Well, on the <laughs> at the end of March, Apalanche. I tell you, at the end of March, <laughs> March 30th, 31st, at the forecourts of the AMA from 9 a.m. each day, we'll be taking you back to your roots. We are going back and back, back, back. It's back to your village food festival. Yeah, give man. You an unforgettable experience. Mm-hmm. You come and enjoy wonderful Ghanaian food, mm-hmm. wonderful Ghanaian snacks, yes. and great conversations mm-hmm. around Ghanaian culture. Mm-hmm. So we'll be getting cuisine from the northern, central, western, and southern zones of the country. If you're an interested vendor, call 0205-973-973. One vendors of indigenous foods, call 0205-973-973 to register. Don't miss out on this interview. Uh, thrilling experience see you there the back to your village food festival is powered by city tv with support from city fm and sponsored by miss cookie spices fritter oil and fortune rice on mopa so, yeah, that day we hear proper traditional I song. Africa love your joy what is that when you are singing a well, song you change your voice <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need to experiments. go to the place. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so if if, if if a woman is singing this or how how is she singing? Uh, so often we, we, we they, they just they, they hear it no. <laughs> That happened at the festival. I tell you. So please come. The yeah. people should come. Staying with um, on the theme of interesting things we are doing in March. Very early in March, we're on the Heritage Caravan, and it's drawing closer and closer and closer. From the third to the tenth of March, you enjoy an expedition full of excitement, education, information, wonderful memories, and great bonding moments. Follow all City TV and City FM social media handles for updates with the hashtag Heritage Caravan 2024. And the Heritage Caravan 2024 inspired by City TV in partnership with the Ghana Tourism Authority with support from City FM and proudly sponsored by the National Lottery Authority Girl PLC, Holland Insurance GB Foods, Omni Basic Bank Bell Pack and Bell Beverages Amen <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. Charlie, but let me say this um, I have I have one one vacant seat hey. single one one, just uh-huh. one, it's for auction no, 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 I'm <laughs> <laughs> I have one vacant seat uh-huh. 
um, on the caravan okay. uh, for a female. Okay. Um, for a female. For a female, it's because clear, a, a lady, female. a lady mm-hmm. um, had a medical emergency oh, okay. and is unable to go. Oh, okay. So it's just one, one just one, one. Kape, yeah, one vacant seat on the caravan. One, and you know, yesterday I tried to remember some of the people who were yeah, harassing me over the thing. I, I, no I name is popular. People. So I just decided, let, let me announce on the radio. Just one. One. Wow. And and then if I get that one, mm-hmm. um, has, I'm not going to give the details of the age bracket because, mm-hmm. you know, we pair... Yeah. We pair like for like, yeah. you know. We we don't normally want like somebody, you know, a young man and his grandfather in the same room, <laughs> uh, do, do, you know, of you know. So like for like. So if you are interested and you you have your money to pay, mm-hmm. you can call the number that's mm-hmm. later. Zero two zero five nine seven three nine seven three. And then say one. That just one. You are, you are the one. You are the one. <laughs> <laughs> you are the one. <laughs> I have, a, I have a very interesting request. Uh-huh. They send a request like three days before time. So apparently one of my very, very famous listeners, mm-hmm. Mrs. Abana Ofori Oklu of Takradi Zenith Bank. Okay. Today, the 21st of February is her birthday. Ooh. So we are wishing her a happy birthday. Keep oh. listening to the City Breakfast nice. Show. Yes. Oh. They say she swears by the City CBS. Oh, my tell God. You. <laughs> and she uh, sent them. This person who sent wow. the thing that is a friend who 18. lives in the US or something. Oh, wow. So, Charlie, okay. The way this person, they listen to your show. If wow. you don't send the request, Charlie, yeah, oh, it will cause problems. Yes. So this is the third day since they send the request uh-huh. that I should release. So we read it. So Mrs. Abana Ofori Oklu. Takrade. Zenith Bank. Mm-hmm. You do all. You do all. Happy birthday to you. This message came from your friend, your sister Dorothy, mm-hmm. uh, who's uh, my mate from the University of Ghana. Mm-hmm. Wishing Abna Ufuri Oklu. Thank you. Abna a Ufuri splendid. Happy, happy birthday. Big yes. chicken to add to the birthday. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Thank yes. 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 Now we are thrilled to announce the arrival of our new Magvitis biscuit range. Mm. So those who love your biscuits, Magvitis mm. crackers, Magvitis dark cream, Magvitis hot knobs, Magvitis mm-hmm. rich tea, and Magvitis tea biscuit, our customers can now enjoy good taste and crispiness of Magvitis salted crackers, mm-hmm. uh, and it's uh, from as low as two CDs. Okay, so as of today, your favorite Magvitis biscuit is available in different packs from 15 gram to 400 gram to take care of all budgets and needs. And you find these biscuits at all the neighborhood stores. Wholesale shops and the malls. This is this is the 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 digestive name. Yeah, yeah, it's from the digestive. Actually, those days, <laughs> if you go to some people, they, 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 when they finish the biscuit, they, they use it to dis, they, they decorate their room. Answer the container. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's very important. Some keep their coins inside. <laughs> <laughs> this is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Music. Yeah, 
showing that power You know, it's funny because you know, me, I created my own song for the Heritage Caravan. Yes, because you know, Nana to Four, Frema, and Co. they have their own songs, yes. they use, but this is my song. This is your own. Yeah, because when, I, when I think of Heritage Caravan, this is the song. To 10th March, yes. you know, it's funny. This is the first time, this is the first time the caravan has been sold out within a week, so yeah. it's been a bit funny to talk about yeah it because, because the in the past are gone. you kept saying come for caravan it's like i, I, I have people who are hustling me from as far no, back as november seat. november yeah, the 22 that the number that you mentioned yeah, is, is, is busy, <laughs> is busy. Ah, they are calling the things <laughs> but what, what we'll do for you this year is that we'll yeah. make it a good experience for those of you who are not going to f- watch those who are going so you can follow them online mm, see yes 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 mm, you know because it's an experience that you plan for you prepare for financially and also emotionally it's an unbelievable experience and even though everybody says do it more than once or twice it's very difficult to put together the level of organization you need the level of relationships the level of sponsorship the level of coordination you need to put a caravan together I don't think you can do it more than once, mm. you know. So, and we we choose March because it's our heritage month. We want to travel Ghana. Yeah, don't forget, we are also eating Ghana. Yeah, man. We are seeing Ghana. Yeah, man. We are Don't wearing Ghana. Ghana. Take him. So it's, 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 it's a very layered, multifaceted angle. So it's not like, oh, organize it twice a year. Let the children come. Yeah, okay, it's not like that. It's <laughs> the children. How many times do they do the World Cup? Once mm. every four years. Yeah, how many times do you do Afcon? Once so you can't you can't True. say that just True. do it three times a year. Yeah. It's part and the thing is there's a careful thinking. For example, this year is the first time we are doing both Volta and Western region. Usually it doesn't happen yeah, like it's that. One or the other. We either face east or face west. And the the Volta even Agotime have a special role they are playing. Yeah. We are going to Eastern, we're doing Ashanti, we're going upper east. Ooh. You know, it's very, it's very complicated. It's, it's and an entire project. And we're changing the flavor. So, for example, <laughs> Northern is Dakwema Palace. Yeah. The first time I was on Caravan, we were in the Yana's Palace. Oh, okay. And I've been to Red Clay twice. Mm. So, it's not just Northern region. Mm. Dakwema Palace is a different experience. Red Clay yeah. is a different experience. Yeah. Yana Palace is a different experience. Okay. All the time. Then you do um, the Ashanti region. Mm-hmm. In the first time we went, it was the Menshia Military Museum. 
but now there's Bon Ure as well. Oh, right. right. We, we did Bon Ure last yeah, year. Yes. We did yeah. Bon Ure two consecutive yeah. years. Yeah. Now you Today do. Today we are doing Menchia proper, proper. The new oh. refurbished. Uh, yeah. Volta, we did wow. Adakulu Mountain. Mm-hmm. Elephants. Did you see but, the monkeys? Uh, but now we do. Uh, so you alternate Adakulu. Yeah. With Agotime because oh. you can't do both, okay. right? So we're doing yeah. Adaklu. Yes. Agotime is my best because the whole community mm. welcome. Is for that them, where the Toto Papa like, is? Uh, yes. It's part of their But why are you closing your eyes when you're mentioning The Agotime people. For me, it's the, one of my highlights because yeah, the chiefs and people yeah, especially yeah, invest yeah. in it. And they wash your legs. They wash your feet. feet. They give you the food. Yeah. They do a deba for you. Oh and they, they, it's an, they have an incredible story. Mm. So this year, we're going back to Agotime. And by the way, when Sorry. they do their festival, uh-huh. they also invite us. Uh-huh. And then the Kete, that they show as well. So mm. Agotime is great. So for, for me, mm-hmm. people should start aiming for specific experiences yeah. next year those who have not been able to go yeah. don't tune, don't tune out yeah. then there's a the whole western experience last yeah. time we went we did the cape coast i think it was elmina castle was it cape coast castle i'm not sure the one that we had you went to speak was elmina in the evening there was a beyond the return event yeah. yeah with a lot of the aspirants that we went to speak yeah. one of the most moving experiences when you go to the asin <clears throat> slave river yeah. you, you will be moved you because this <laughs> guy it is very very <laughs> moving all right then of course on on a pure adventure side just yes. the driving experience yes the mm. western corridor has been my best yes because when you're doing the sunyai yes to uh, uh bole yeah and then you move to that it's just an incredible drive it's a it's the view is cynic. it's the part of ghana i haven't seen i've done yeah. eastern corridor many times yeah. because i'm from the volta region but when you do the uh, the the Bole Bamboy coming down to Bandang Kwanta and then you're going to, to Western North. Oh my mm. God, mm. Western North. First time I ever went to Western North was on Her- Heritage Caravan. You went to Awaso. You read about Awaso in Diamonds. Mm. The other things. Those of you love geography. A lot of the towns we hear of Abomosu. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, the first place Diamond <laughs> was found in Ghana is Abomosu. I came Abomosu. Right. Kibi and Awaso for yeah. Diamonds. Ninehin. Wow. Uh, then the places in Bogoso, mm-hmm. Pristia, Huni Valley. Yeah. All these things you read about. Finally, you, you get to experience my brother, them. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Western region yeah. is just delicious. Beautiful. You yeah. know, Kwame Nkrumah's hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mining Krofo. communities. Wasai Kropong. You see a Chinese guy selling... Uh, 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 <laughs> man. Yeah. a oh. Chinese man <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you yeah. I saw a Chinese guy wearing singlet selling one of the villages w- where we stopped yeah. Yeah. just by the filling station there was this Chinese guy playing dummy <laughs> I said Tim Tim To how they say that in Chinese <laughs> <laughs> Tim Tim To <laughs> Tim Tim To. Chinese really bother me. Are you really? Why you be quack quack? Oh, my goodness. So, look, the Heritage Cover is, yeah, man. I, I say it's the best thing we've done as a media house in many Coming a close second is the back to the village food bazaar. Yes. Oh, yeah. right. But I yeah. think the yes, caravan sir. tops it because it also opens your eyes. It does. You know, Takwa, my goodness. Takwa is a town I could live in. Mm. It's expensive, mm. but it's I think I actually think Takwa is bigger than most regional capitals. It's a fantastic place to go to. There I met a few guys at the filling station. Hey Bernard, they will listen to your show. Big trucks, people all over. Caravan has hotels we are going to. There's fun activities as well. Yeah. So join us from the 3rd. We start with, was it a kinky party? Yeah, we, we, uh, on the morning. So Greater Accra yeah. is part of the caravan. Oh, the Hansel Lane. Uh-huh. So Atesano, 
Yeah, we will eat kinky. Yeah, yeah. Man. And then we'll fortify ourselves for the trip. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. For Volta. Straight to Volta. It's usually the, the brass band music that oh. comes along and that kills yeah. me. Yeah, yeah but but, but, so but this year, yeah, we, because it's gang kinky, yes. we are bringing Dromona. Dromona to come and do the gang thing for us. Yeah, man. And then, yeah. Sponsored by the National Lottery Authority, Goyle PLC, Hollard Insurance, GB Foods, Omni Basic Bank, Bell Pack and Bell Beverages, and all these brands will be presented on the bus. Thank Amazing. you. Heritage Caravan is brought to you by 99% of them are Ghanaian brands, uh, yes, in partnership with Ghana Tourism Authority with support it. from City FM. I love it, it's an, an experience of a lifetime. I love it. Mm. I love you know, we have a the, the Eastern experience in Kufuridia this year, yes, this year, this experience on Monday. And what would that, that be? So, when we leave the Volta region, mm-hmm. we go straight to Kufordia. Kuftan. Yes, we are spending about three hours oh. sampling every Eastern food. Hey. Wow. Can we finish? Yeah. Hey. Before we go to... In, um, in uh, attendance is the Legon Palm Wine Band. Oh, no. Oh, serious? Yeah. And then we end up at Rock City. Oh, yeah. my gosh. This one is mama, mama, mama. What an experience! All too soon, it's time to buy up. Buy up, buy up. Okay, okay. All too soon, we bring an end to the city breakfast show. Thank you for staying with us. Stick and stay.